Yeah. We just gonna rock it out. So do I need to sit up? Yeah, you can. Hey, it's actually recording right now and then this is what I always do. I always <laughs> just do it right do. in the middle of shit and Y'all ain't got a real one like that. Y'all ain't got a real I one really like that. I really legit just zoned out. He <laughs> was like, who gonna lie for me? But they painted a picture, like, when the B came on, I saw, like, dudes on a boat, and then, like, the sirens mm. were all at the bay, like, ooh, ooh, Okay, doing okay. Doing little vocals in the back, and they was all, like, succumbing to I'm it. I'm with okay. it. No, no, I'm with it. I go real far with my visuals. <laughs> that mind, man. <laughs> my shit don't be doing nothing. I'm like, <laughs> like, this song is that nice. mind. Like, yeah, I'm like, for real, man. That's like cheese. Cheese be like, oh, yeah, you can do this, do that. And I'm like, I just thought it was a good song. <laughs> it was a nice beat. Hey, man, what's going on, y'all? What's up? You know, just, you know, taking this Monday on by storm, making it my bitch. You didn't do shit today to make it your bitch. What the why, fuck? But why do I have to like do a bunch of shit I mean, to make Monday saying, my bitch? Like, if, you why can't it? I just feel like within okay, myself, okay. Okay. I've what conquered did, my bitch. What day. did you do to make it your bitch? Mm, questions. I empowered myself this morning. <laughs> what why is that funny? <laughs> you are a piece of shit. How you know, for a vegan I'm Joe, you're very brash. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo. Health conscious Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all hear this uh, this voice? It's a lovely voice. It's y'all know her? Uh, y'all heard of her? Uh, <laughs> right, anyway, this is a homegirl, man. Janine. What's up? Janine Daniels. That's me. What's poppin'? Only a few of us have Google this. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yo, there's, there's a few Joe Gardinas. I'm sure of it. You have a very, like, Spanish-sounding name. It's not Spanish at all. Okay. I would it's go Italian. It, yeah, mm-hmm. like if you go, if you look in like Sicily and shit, like there's That's a real. bunch of Joseph Gardinas. Yeah, a few Gardinas and Jardinas have added me as friends on <laughs> Facebook, and they do not speak English at all. Oh, that's interesting. And I'm like, well, at least you got somewhere to stay when you go overseas. Yeah. They didn't talk. To, they sent me a message. I was like, I don't know what the fuck you said. I mean, you know, don't they have like translate? Right. Google Translate. It was a long time ago, and I just stopped. I just unfriended. Oh, okay. People do weirder things on the internet. Is all I'm saying. People do weirder things. <laughs> you no. Know, um. So one thing I did want to bring up, like off the rip, I'm buying a bidet. I bought a bidet. That's the water that splashed up into you? Man, not splash. Shoots up in your ass. Okay. So did something happen to make you... No, okay. This? All right. This is my experience with the bidet yesterday. So I was at the homegirl's house. I was like, yeah, I came over here to take a shit. Hmm. Straight up. I was like, I'm here for... Honesty is key yeah. in most friendships. Yeah, I was like, I have to take a shit. Word. She was like, where'd you come from? I was like, my cousin's house. Why didn't you go there? I enjoy your bathroom better. It's cleaner. So that's why I'm here. Sometimes that's all it comes down to. Straight up. So when I was like, yo, I'm using a bidet today. <sighs> Walked into the bathroom, saw the bidet, and it was off. So I thought you had to turn it on for it to like work as you go about your business. So I 
twisted the knob to turn it on, and it shot out at me. Like, psh. Hit you in the face? Like, nah, it hit me in my groin area, <laughs> and it looked like I peed on myself. It was, that was my first experience, so I ran up out of there, like, wet than a motherfucker. And then I was like, all right, going back in. The same day? Same day? Yeah, I still have to take a <laughs> shit. So, so where did you run to? Right. Outside, like you me, your bidet's acting up. Wow. wow. <laughs> this shit tripping. Don't give him any money. <laughs> like, this shit, motherfucker, you told me you wash your hands in a bidet. Listen, <laughs> that's because I was, we ain't going to talk about that, okay? But it's the same water that come out of the sink, though, right? Yeah, it's fine. I like, never yeah. seen a bidet in my life. My auntie came up on some money and then got mad at me as a child because I had the nerve to confuse what the fuck that was. That's okay. yeah. Like what? You're, you're, uh, there's no damn bidet in I'm our house before this. I've never used a bidet. <laughs> okay, so got on there, did my dirt, <laughs> and um, put it on a low. You know, I wasn't ready for the full pressure. Right. You know, put it on low. Got up in there. I was like, oh, all right. Then I wiped to you know dry, <laughs> and it was still a low end. I was like, all right, this is not working the way I thought it was. Turn that motherfucker I up. I turned that motherfucker up. <laughs> we went a little past, like, medium. Full throttle. It wasn't full, but it was a little past medium. <laughs> and all I'm saying is enema. Like, straight up. It was in my motherfucking ass. <laughs> Did you that? feel like violated at all? No. What's no. that? That was represent that GC? Enema, huh? In, my, in your motherfucking ass. Off. Fucking, that's a, okay, it's West Coast hip hop classic I, shit. I know West Coast hip hop. showing his age Represent again. that GC. I know all that. that I just remember the, the asshole animal part. Okay. Anyway, back to the story. <laughs> it, yo, it was a little rapey. It was a little rapey. I was like, this is a lot, man. Well, welcome to but then, preparing for anal sex, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, this is what that is. This is most As a woman, I can tell you it only gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. Listen. So I then drive and clean as a whistle. Look at that. I was like, new levels. Like, mm-hmm. I'm... I gotta get one. So as soon as I walked up, I walked up out of that bathroom, Amazon. Wait, it's, it's getting how much is a bidet? Twenty five motherfucking dollars. The wait, one that they wait, had. Wait, twenty five. Even like a piece that you install. Yeah, like you put it in, like you hook it up to the toilet, oh. then you hook it up to the water thing, and yeah, it's simple. For some reason, I thought it was like a whole other toilet. It, you, you can, you can, like, you can, you can buy one of those, and it's like four hundred dollars or something. But is the water separated simply because? Even though I know it's the same water that comes in my sink, it's also the same water. Like, it's been sitting in its own toilet bowl. No, right? no, 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 no. It, no, it doesn't so it use just, that water. Okay. It doesn't use that water. Because the toilet bowl water. No, there's a two, there's a, uh, a two that like, hooked straight into the water. I have things that do other yeah. things than you guys. Yeah, no, no, no. It's no. not, it's not, that would be gross. Oh, my God. That would be. And so when you said it was a part, I was just like, oh, does it suck the water oh, from Lord. that part? Oh, Lord, no. I would want that. <laughs> Nah, That's nah, some medieval nah, nah. shit. Uh, yeah. Um, how was your weekend, John? My weekend was pretty good. Had week two of my play. If you're in LA, you should come see it. It's a Yo, soldier's play. Soldier's play. Soldier's play. It's at the Loft Ensemble. John did his shit. Yeah, man, I it was good. Joe came out, a few other uh, co-workers, and even our manager came. So it, it was Dude. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. It's a fun play to do. So. Nah, it's a really... Like, if you guys have ever seen a soldier story, it's a movie... 
Um, came out in like 86, I believe. Mm-hmm. 84, yeah, 86. Around there, yeah. Um, Denzel Washington's in it. Yep. Well, they had um, it on Broadway first with Denzel, David Allen Greer, um, Robert Townsend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and all those people are also in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And they all got to be in the film. Yeah, um, Moesha Dad. Moesha Dad is in it. I, I can never remember know his name. name. Oh God, he's from South Central too. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't remember that. Yeah. And where are you from, Janine? I'm from South LA. That's what's up. Nice. Yeah, born and raised. So around what major streets? Uh, 29th and Crenshaw. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's I'm what's like up. A, I'm like a regular. That's real LA shit. LA. Girl, but no one Respect. seems to believe me. They're like, "Oh no, what part? you're from the East Coast, right? You're from back east. Mm. You're from the East Coast." And I'd be like, "No." Can... And you, you are very LA. Like talking to you, you don't even seem like your look, maybe your style. I would say that as somebody but, who spent a lot of time on the East Coast, I would say like just just meeting you, I could see like somebody being like, "Oh, you from Jersey? Are you from New York?" But yeah, after talking to you for like ten minutes, if they know anything, usually when I'd be like, "No, it's hella crazy," they'd be like, "Oh, hella." <laughs> and, but, all right, do you remember? Do you remember like coming up in LA? That was not our word though. That was a Bay thing. It was definitely a it was Bay, a Bay thing, Area thing. All but people, what, hyphy music said, hella. Oh. changed oh, it, the world. Yeah, we like this shit is amazing. This shit is turning up in the party. I went super dumb, crazy, funky, retarded. That shit did not touch the East Coast, though. They don't know what the fuck hype is. Oh, it's so good. I only only learned about that, like, being at Howard, like, because it was, like, hella motherfuckers from uh, Oakland that came to our school. Yeah, Howard gets a lot of California club. The California club on campus, they're lit. Like, they're going to give you the California experience at their parties and shit, so, like, I was like, oh, y'all, this is different. Like, this is lit in a different kind of way. Bay people are really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never met anyone from the Bay that I really didn't like. Like, I've met a hell of people who are from L.A. that I don't like. Right, but right. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Bay Area people, <laughs> they're usually just... Yeah, they're usually cool as fuck, cool man. Cool as hell. Yeah. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. I spent some time in the Bay. Um. All right, before... So, we are interviewing Janine today, man. We're going to get her story. Um, she's oh. so fucking dope. She's done so many great things that I love. Thanks. And, um... But before you hear that, that, mom. Yeah. But before that, oh, oh, the other thing though, Janine sucks because she does not listen to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> but I'm so honest about it. I, know. I was like, oh, you listen to the podcast? No, no, that'd be awkward if you came up here fronting like you did. Every time you ask me, I'd be like, damn, no. <laughs> but the thing is, like, I really be meaning to. And then I'll do some. Do you listen to podcasts? In general? No. See, that's the thing. I get. I, do I, I don't like even it. listen to. I don't listen to podcasts, and I do a podcast, so like. I get it. When I check in yeah. every now and again with my friends just to like support, but like I'm not one of those people who just, every day is just like, oh. Because I've never listened to like even on the radio, I'd be like people are talking turn, podcast turn, mm-hmm. yeah. talk radio turn. Even Big Boy in the morning when I was a kid, and I used to drive like be in the school bus. You like, switch to play back and forth. Uh, I'd be like, Ugh, like I gotta I be in a certain place tab. to want to. Just like I don't just play the music. Damn word. it. Word, I feel you. I definitely feel you. <laughs> I got into the podcasting because uh, what's his name? Uh, Cypher Sounds and uh, Peter Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. They were just that sounds like intelligent. I got into it because of the read. No, it was funny. They were funny as hell. Like this, they were super hip hop, and I'm Peter know. Rosenberg is hip hop. Yeah, the name. Who is he? From High 97. <laughs> just, I love that you heard yeah. that Jewish ass name and you went, <laughs> I smell something stinky. I don't know if I believe you guys right now. 
Hold up, hold up, hold up. Nah, yeah, he's actually, he's a, yeah, he, ah, he's dope, he's, man. He's, he's in there. He's, yeah. He's, no, I believe he's you. He's for the culture. I'm like trying to culture. search for words to support him. But hip hop, not go too hard for him. My mind was just like, he don't know no hip hop. Oh man, hey, um, it's funny because I forget that his name is so Jewish. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, just because definition. I do know him as a hip hop person, so I'm just like, oh right, yeah. What the hell? Yeah, threw me off. So, um, let's start with Power. <laughs> so, Power, Power hit us hard this weekend. They did hit us hard. They did. I was not. That shit took me for a a, a whole nother loop. But I'm okay with the little girl dying. Whew. Because <laughs> you guys like Power. And you I listen. Okay, listen. So, listen. We have talked about this before. It's not that we think it's that great of a show. I actually thought it was that great of a show. At Anything first. that entertains you is good. Okay, that's what that's that's what that's we're a, looking that's at. That's a word. Yeah, it's but it's Seriously. now we're locked in though. Yeah, that's because good. it's like we just want to see what's gonna happen. We these characters are part of us now. We're like, mm-hmm. all right, man. I'm like waiting for Tommy to die. I just want him to die. Who is Tommy Jumpy? Yes. <laughs> That is John, the white guy. Okay. Yeah. So you're not a fan of power. Who looks like <laughs> that? No, that was the best silence I've ever experienced in my life. Complete silence. All right. Go, go Who ahead. listens to the podcast? Because I will not disrespect black stuff if black no, people are um, around. I mean, I mean, I mean, if, I mean no, I, I mean, got if, enough white if, people involved for you to diss it. I mean, if, if white people are around, I don't diss black stuff. Oh, our, our podcast oh, no, is it's very pretty black. black. It's, pr- yeah. it's pretty black. No, damn, she's like me. Like, even on Facebook, I'm like, like, yo, I talk about this shit with y'all. Yeah. Like, I'm not about to diss my folks in front of other people. No, nope, we need to handle. It. We need to handle this shit <laughs> internally. Close the door. Close <laughs> the door. We, we put our people in their place on this show too, but but it's this because is it's it. mostly. But a black I'm saying, like, show. I feel like it's internal. I mean, there's yeah. There are some people who are not black that listen for sure. Yeah. But for the most part, like if we if we're on like a talk show on ABC or some shit, we're on the View. I ain't saying nothing, nothing. about nobody. Power yeah. is great, and I love it. I feel and like I we're definitely not on the View's radar. <laughs> but um, since you're at home, you okay. you're with family, and go you're ahead, an artist, express. and you respect an artist's opinion. I do. I re- I respect artist craft. And mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that the show is bad. It's just not my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fan of the writing. I'm not a fan of the acting. <laughs> I'm not Who a- in particular are you not a fan of? <laughs> as far as the acting. Um, I guess everyone. <laughs> what about 50? I guess everyone. <laughs> hey, um... So it's so funny that you say the writing, because that's what I always say. I was like, this writing, like, who are their consultants? Like, you would never do this, the shit that was happening in jail. Bruh. I was like, that's never going to happen. Hmm. And then after the show, it goes straight to the writer. And she's like, yeah, so in this episode, <laughs> I'm like, you suck. Every, I'm yelling at the at the TV screen. I'm like, no, you're not good at this. I get some, and that's, I shouldn't say that, but she's not, it's, You've seen a million shows like this. There's so many people to talk to and say, yo, in your world, what do you think would happen here? Right. I I still keep going back to that jail scene. That fucked it up for me when a white dude told the black dude to get up. That's not happening in jail. 
I think it's not happening. I think they do. Maybe they're color. What they do. I think what they do a lot of is what they say writers are not supposed to do is like they protect the fuck out of the the main characters. Like they keep them so even in the most dire situations, you know, like Tommy's not gonna die, Tasha's not gonna die, Ghost isn't gonna die, Angela isn't gonna die. Like you know, these four people are gonna live, Angela's and because of that, some of these situations that could right. be more wrong. Angela's about to mess with him. That's not me. I didn't do it. Joe. Keep your hoes from calling in on the show. That was a homie, man. That right. was weird. That was homie ho. That was really weird, though. Yeah, that let's, just uh, let's turn his Wi-Fi <laughs> off. Like, let's turn that off. We are not editing this out. Yeah, fuck that. Y'all know what it is. We do not like um, editing shit. I was so mad we had to edit that one fucking wait, episode, one? man. Wait, nah, which man, one? She, li- she listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, funny. You're fun. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now, nah, but power they be trying to say they 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 are they, they are need to do everybody that, needs they don't to take the raw route the wire anybody yeah, can go yeah yeah in the wire only anybody can the die. bits of the wire I watched bits of the wire and I really enjoyed it it's incredible and the director hollered at me in the elevator for real oh, shit now the fuck I mean I would have but the show was over so I was like what am I gonna get out of this oh my god I mean no shit <laughs> another adventure lined up I man. know come on now no. don't block your blessing don't block your blessing, no, no, block your blessing. <laughs> it's the wire like that's definitely gonna turn into something else <laughs> I, think, I think they actually got a new show like everybody who was on I think they just got a new show that's, that's actually be, hilarious be on HBO yeah, better I mean, shit, how many fucking shows were they doing? Oh, I think they did Tremay, too. Oh. I didn't watch. I, I, didn't, that. That I didn't watch that either. Um, and they use a lot of the same actors. Those guys try to keep... Uh... Shit. All right, you guys remember The Corner? No. No. I don't even want to talk about it then. <laughs> all right. But all right, it was a kid. <laughs> so Sorry. It was a, so the, the, the main character was a... There was a real person it was based on. And they kept giving that guy jobs on like different shows, like mm-hmm. trying to keep him employed to keep him off the streets and mm-hmm. keep him away from drugs. From the corner to the wire, he couldn't do it, man. He ended up passing. Damn. Was, yeah. That Wait, sucks. Uh, passing on the project or? No, dying. No, I oh, think he means like. Got it? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Bless you, baby. Thank you. Um, Did you watch Insecure? Uh, of course, yeah. Yo. I definitely watch it. And I, I'm going to watch it right after Game of Thrones, which we don't discuss on this show because John doesn't watch Game of Thrones, but I would love to talk about it with somebody because it's amazing. But back to Insecure. Um, <laughs> wow. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. It really is. I've heard. No, I'm talking about Game of Thrones. People are really invested in that show. Dude, I. It's just refreshing. I didn't have a life. Like, we're talking about Game of Thrones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't have a life for, like, a good three weeks because I wanted to watch every... I hadn't watched it. Everybody was talking about it. I was like, I got to check out this show. After the third episode, I was hooked. I mean, I was reading shit. I'm, like, Googling shit about the characters. <laughs> like, I'm trying to get all the stories in. I do that. I'm even doing it. I did it this morning. I woke up. As soon as I woke up, I'm like, man, I need to find out about that, that is guy. That so amazing to me. Like, you Game of Throners are like, y'all go. Because it's deep, man. Hard. They have There's layers to this shit. There's so many different connections. I just wish I wasn't so basic then. Because, like, That's within the first you 30 minutes, minutes broad, I'm sure. like, oh, God. Right. You definitely a little basic I always feel like I'm forcing myself to watch it. <laughs> um, Maybe but yeah. in a few years, I'll catch up. 
and secure. Shit was dope. What was so dope about it? Wait, what season are y'all about to talk about? Season two. You gotta talk about season one. I haven't, I haven't started season two yet. Okay, okay. I won't give away so, any spoilers. But you're going to talk about it. I, I don't will want just to know say I mean, but about it. we can talk about a little. Okay. Nope. Okay. I don't want to know shit. Are you a fan of the show? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Super fan. All I'm going to say is the shit was lit. Were you a fan of... Um, Misadventures. Misadventures of Black yes. You're a fan? Yes. So when I okay when I saw that this is where this is where I became a fan of yours because it started off with I started watching Awkward Black Girl and then that guy got thrown at me and I was like all right shit I'm on this I'm watching one web series I'll check this out and I was hooked <laughs> I was locked in I man I would have people come over. <laughs> Like, man, y'all got to check out this show. And at first, they would be like, what is this bootleg shit? Yep. Because it's... Everyone says that. Because you have to understand what they're doing. Right. Okay, you know what? I want to talk about you first. Then we'll talk about all your shows that you've been a part of. Whatever you want. But let's get into your background. From L.A. From L.A. From the real L.A., not like the Valley and I.E. I hate when people do that. <laughs> Where are you from, L.A.? What part? Oh, um, Nagel Park? <laughs> Inland Empire? No, but what about Arcadia? when you tell somebody you're from L.A. and they're like, no, but like where? Like, LA, like where? I'm like, LA, I'm really from L.A., though. I'm really like from There's L.A. There's always a little confusion there. I was in D.C. and I had to tell somebody like, dog, I'm really from L.A. Like, the jungles is like five minutes from my house. Like, like, is it that far? <laughs> no, <laughs> without traffic, without traffic, we can get there a lot faster. But um, hey man, um, let's hear it, man. You from LA? Um, oh, you have to ask me a question. I, I am, I am, I am, I am. I'm definitely gonna <laughs> vomit out stuff. You went to Hamilton, huh? I did go to Hamilton. I went to USC first. USC. <sighs> USC magnet. So you, didn't, so you didn't, <laughs> you like, didn't love it? <laughs> I've never like. When people say that, when people tell me they went to that school, I don't even want to talk about it no more because I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's not a real school. We called it the box. That's not a real school. I think it was like when Oz came out and it was like, life inside the walls. We were like, That's we live in the hilarious. box. Because it's so literally a box. My um, graduating class for, if I would have stayed through high school, it would have been like 60 people. Hmm. Damn. So, my shit was like 350 motherfuckers. It was small. Class. And it's a, it goes from kindergarten to 12th grade. Oh, I got to see the same motherfuckers? And so some people were there their entire lives. Jesus. Their parents are mean as fuck. Basically. So I begged my mom. I went to Hamilton for three weeks in ninth grade and I was happy. And then I got a, like, you know how they sense, like, you know, a little hallway kid to your door mm-hmm. to come get you. And they're like, Janine Daniels? And I was like, Oh, she didn't fucking transfer me. And I went to the principal's office and my mom was there. I'm like, so you're going to SC? And I was like, what What do you mean? What do you... So she transferred What was me. her reasoning for that? My mom is a big fan of like engineering and science and math and like STEM. So she thought that she was bettering my life by putting me in a school that focused right. on that kind but of stuff. But did she know that that's the... St- did she think that's stuff that you were into? I mean, I think 
I had never turned it down. Right. So I think she was like, if I could I just push her uh-huh. a little bit, it'll be okay. Because, you know, I was still, like, moldable. Right. Yeah, that's true. But then I, and then so she bribed me with $1,000 to go. And I took it because I was, yeah, you know. A thousand dollars? I would have went to it. Like, <laughs> I'll go right now. <laughs> you want me to go with? So uh, you know, at fifteen, I was like, "Well, yeah. I mean, I gotta go." So fuck. Thousand. That's great. And then in my tenth grade year, I was like swamped in sadness because I hated it. Like I Damn. hated it. She was like, finally, was like, "I'll just you can go." So she let me go back to Hamilton. Did you get to keep your thousand? I ended up. This is before when cell phones had like particular plans, and you would have minutes that you couldn't Hell go over. Hell of money. Hell of money. And so oh, I shit. racked up a seven hundred dollar phone bill. Jesus. And she called me and was like, "You know what?" And I was like, "Shh, I got this." Uh, and so I ended up paying. Little did she know, she bill. set you up for for that moment. Because I just like sometimes you just don't want to hear them. Like, Shh, don't say anything. I got it. Shh, there's nothing for you to talk it's about. Taken care of. It's taken care of. So I, that's what I use my money for. I can respect that. All right. I mean, we're talking a little bit about it, but can you give us more about the relationships between you and your parents? Like, how was it? Yeah. Um, my mom was a parent educator for a really long time. So she worked in the school district system. And my dad, um, he worked for, like, Motown and, like, bounced around. He was always in music. Oh. Like, always doing, um, like, urban marketing. Okay. Like, Universal and stuff like that. So I've always been around music. And he's a bit of a hippie. Um, and my mom is a bit of a opposite of a hippie. She's wow. like, education, career, get your life together, be smart, read books. Like, like my mom would make me do book reports for her so I could mm. go outside and play. My that, mom, my mom that's what my that. mom, my mom did the same yep. thing. It did nothing for me. I hate reading. Nah. Actually, <laughs> you liked love, it. And you she, love My it. mom hated that. She tried to punish me with like reading and shit and it just would not work. <laughs> so I was like, I want to stay both. inside. <laughs> I was on both sides. Like, I'll do it. I'll write an essay mm-hmm. so I can get outside. Right. You know, my dad is more like, what do you want to do? You want to go walk to the beach by yourself? Play <laughs> tennis? I'd be like, okay. Nice. <laughs> you know, so they were very... Hey, no, that's, that's dope, very different. Yeah. That's a good balance right oh, there, man. Yeah, it was... And my brother is seven years older than me, so, like, when I was like, hey, let's hang out, and he was like, I'm finna go get my own apartment so good luck here i'm out so it was like i wasn't raised alone mm-hmm. but like when i became of age to be cool right. and like have an older brother tell me what to do and like you know get game from him he yeah. was out the door because so it's like when he turned 18 i was like turning 12 you know right so yeah. it was just like me and my brother about that that future part too. Shit, my brother was 13 years older than me. God damn. Yeah. That's but he was still in the house. That's a teenage day. He was still in the house though. Like, <laughs> he was kicking it. My brother was, he was still hanging out with my young ass, man, because he was immature as fuck. That's like, so awesome. Cherish that. I, no, I did. Like, we had fun. He would come in the house from gangbanging and even better talk shit and <laughs> punch me and eat my food. I said, hey, those are this. memories, man. Yeah. He used to make me chocolate pudding in a champagne glass. Wow. Don't have no, no, uh, me crying right so now. You are so lucky. Don't have me crying right now. We got That's a food adorable. processor, and my brother mm. would put stuff in it, like garlic and bologna and carrots, and like, I'll give you $5 if you drink it. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Did you drink it? Uh, one time I did. How? Because nice. I was like, $5? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> 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 
different time. <laughs> Holy cow. Five dollars got you so much from the ice cream truck, Yo, dude. You was you was a good humor bar is a dollar fifty now. Like, you was balling if you had five dollars at the ice cream truck. Bruh. You would get that. I, would always I, always five cents. I always wanted that um those poppers, man. The one, the little white ones you throw yeah. around. Like, I love that. Shit. I love them now. Mindless entertainment. I, I love them. them bulldogs in Florida. Yeah. You're from Florida? Mm-hmm. I thought you were from D.C. Well, I went to school in D.C. What part of Florida? Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. yeah. From down there. Yeah. He's a whore from Miami. There's <laughs> right. a lot of whore. Exactly. It's a lot of whores from Miami. They come up. Right. They be coming up. Get your money. Hey, what did anybody else say to you about that orgy shit? We brought up <laughs> we brought up that uh, he was in an orgy. <laughs> I got a few uh, text messages. Text messages with like a dot 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 John. And he was very nervous about nigga, it. You bet not. Or like, hmm. People I wonder what that. Talk about I wonder it? who that was about. My friends and people who were a part of that situation. I guess some of them were like nervous that I would like make this a thing that I was gonna tell more about. And oh. half of them have like corporate jobs and shit now, so they're just like, hey, hey, nigga. I was waiting for the day you tried to put this out there. Please don't do that. And I was just like, hey, calm down. I ain't hey, nobody name. Ain't nobody gonna get name. He's just, nobody name. He's just talking name. about fucking in his socks and shit. Oh, this God. is before. Oh, you do it in socks? It was one of those uh, nights. <laughs> it just it was. We were in somebody's classroom. Let me tell you, single men out there, if you if you try to get with me, and I'm ready, and you walk out in socks, <laughs> it is over. Wait, I'm why? Going home. Wait, why? What if they don't want to scare you? What if they feet is like crazy? You know some dudes feet be crazy. I know that you have been plotting on me. So why you have been plotting on me? Go get a pedicure. Okay, that's fair. That is fair. That's no, not difficult. I literally just pictured like a dude walking out of his socks and you'd be like, oh, no. I'm going to go. Bitch. My Uber outside. Because I knew you were You are not pedicure. walking away like that. Have you walked away like that? I walked away in other situations. So like, what did you see? Like, what did you see? Yeah, walk away from yeah, me. Yeah, what did you see that was like? You're like, I can't do this right. This now. gonna sound so ratchet. Let's hear, please. There was this dude who I was super into. He just, he wasn't the brightest light bulb, but he just had a banging body, and mm. I was like, all right. It'd be like that. And then he was like, oh, I gotta go to the garage to get something, and we went to the garage. And he opened the garage door and he had a Hyundai, like a Genesis. I was like, mm mm. <laughs> so I called, I texted my homegirl. I texted my homegirl, two of my homegirls, and I was like, hey, oh, one God. of y'all call me right now with an emergency. I they was like, why? Yeah. I was like, because he got a Hyundai. She was like, okay. So then one of my girls called me. And Girl, she, why you ain't said that before? <laughs> so she oh called me and was like, oh my God. So she was like loud enough for him to hear. He was like, what's wrong? I was like, I don't know. Hold on. So then I, I just skated. That is hilarious. Yo, I would tell you my story. Like where I did that, I've done that quite a few times. What? But, oh, hit somebody up too. Yeah, you know? I, I had my, one of my former homeboys. But wait, let me just also say mm-hmm. that it wasn't just the Hyundai. It was. It was like his whole persona was like I'm this super cool ass like. So you already knew it was a fraud immediately. So it just so looked, looked like fake. it didn't look real after that. And he had like a whole bunch of Ashley furniture in his house. 
So it just all of it just looked like, ugh, you phony. Oh, yeah, rental furniture. <laughs> like you know that particular sectional yeah. that you can yeah. get mm-hmm. that every every dude got or every chick got. You you know I was just, when I seen a Hyundai I was just like. Uh, you not. Look, we laughed, but you avoided something that many of us probably would have ended up falling into. He also was one of them dudes who used to wear like blazers and white tees and baseball caps. No. What? Okay, you. His body threw me off. Right, you did say that. You did say that. I'm so sorry, bro. Yeah, you said that. His body threw me off, so the the furniture and the hat and the Hyundai had to bring me back. I don't think I've ever left because of an object. I think I've left because of something on someone's body or like. Something was just weird when they take their socks off, or um, <laughs> y'all make me sound you know, real bad right now. It's your, okay. It just looks a little weird, and I'm just like, Ooh. <laughs> no matter what, no matter what mm-hmm. you you've done, you're not gonna be worse than us. Yeah. For we, one, we're we said some pretty awful shit on here. So. Right. <laughs> I've done some. And I don't. I don't know. I might have met a rival. And most of the time, I'm not leaving before fucking anyway. Like I'm just trying to find a way. To leave after, <laughs> or at least I to get them, that. or at least to get them to leave. Like one time, I had one of homies call. I was like, "What? You weird? Oh, homie, I'm gonna get it right now. I'm on my way. I gotta go get the homie in Compton and shit. I grabbed my gun like I was really on. Oh some my shit. god! <laughs> <laughs> and then she probably just got turned on. She's like, she was like, I, I can't about to go wait for him business. to call me this yeah. week. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna call me murder somebody. And but shit. no, post murder like, sex. Like, it was funny because post murder sex. We were just so wet. we had just fucked, and she was like, "All right." It was like around my birthday. She's like, "Yeah, I just want to take you to dinner." I was like, "I don't want to go to dinner. Like, I don't want to go nowhere with her. I didn't like her like that." Like, we mm, fucked. This is mm, good mm. enough, guys. This was a long time ago. Anybody listening? <laughs> this is years ago. Um, so was like, I knew Joe wasn't shit. I, I knew he wasn't shit. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't know. know by now. Yeah, they know. <laughs> so, grab my gun, grab the duffel bag. <laughs> like, you so you what? What do they call you? That? Are an actor? Flare. <laughs> so, flare. Man, I was like, man. All right, I'm gonna call you when I'm done. And I jumped in the car. Left. You actually left. I like, left. I left. Oh, because you were in her house. I was no. I was at my house. I cannot. Wow. She was still there when you got back. No, no, no. She Is left with me. Great. We left at the same time. Oh, okay. And so you drove around the corner and came back. Yes, of course I did. And then this motherfucker doubled back on me. <gasps> oh, you did tell me about this. Man, she rang that doorbell. I laid so flat on the couch so she I couldn't see me. I, just, I started laying on the ground like, I don't want her to see me. Oh, my God. Why am I moving like people can see me doing this? Because I, I can see you, and it, yeah. it brings me joy that you're acting out. <laughs> I'm, like, laying on the ground, not saying shit. And she's like, I know your punk ass is in there. And then, I, I ain't move. I was just like, fuck it. But why did she come back? Because she probably knew I was lying. Yeah. I, I didn't do a good enough job. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe she was tired of motherfuckers doing shit like that. She said, you know, I'm tired of falling for this Six goddamn times. Right, this week. Oh, and then, and then <laughs> she, um, so I waited. She finally left. Like, I crawled, I crawled on the ground like. Like a worm, like a snake. Yeah, I would pay good money to see. I would crawl all the way to the window and peeked out to see if she was still there. She had left, so I'm like, all right, got up because I had to, I did want to go somewhere, but I ain't had to get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I got getting her. so anxious. I got dressed. I got dressed and I went to my car, and there was a note on the car, 
said, you old bitch ass nigga. Like, I knew you was a bitch. I, I, said, I should get somebody to fuck you up. All this shit. I was like, damn. She said more than that. And I was just like, how this bitch is just called me a nigga? Because she wasn't black. She was Mexican. Oh. I was like, yo, this bitch just called me a nigga? Oh, it's Owen. And that's the only thing I cared about. But Did you ever run into her again? So many times. <laughs> so many times. Y'all ever fuck again? Yeah, we fuck Oh, again. my God. Like, oh, like, my like heart two. eggs from my species. I thought she was Creole at first anyway. She had uh, ass. Weak. And she talked like she was black. My heart <laughs> she, is weeping. <laughs> Females around the world right no, now. That was, a, that was a crazy little situation with her. I met her at the do-over back in the day. I've the old do-over. do-over. If anybody's been to the old do-over at Crane's Tavern, I met her there. And she took me to her house where she stayed with her parents still. She took me to her house and met her family. That day I met her. She was straight up crazy. She made me she made me a plate. I'm over here hanging out with her folks, drunk as fuck from the party. Eating all her food. Then she takes me back to the party. This is the kind of person I'm dealing with, and I'm just doing it. I'm just stupid. I'm like getting an idea yeah. for like a short film from this story. Dude, I'm like, we're talking about two years later, she or maybe even three years later, I hooked back up with her again. I mean, it's just, the, her pussy was so weak, and I don't know what happened to it. It was just so whack. Oh, man. Like, uh, we are going so <laughs> it far. It decreased in value. Uh, this is not where this was supposed to go. Well, you um, went there. This is what I do. This is what happens on this show. But, um, yeah, I want to go back to the high school, though. Back okay. to Hamilton. Because people who don't know, talk about Hamilton High School and the type of kids that do go there. Hamilton is a place for, like, creativity. It's a it's damn near a performing arts school, really. Yeah. Um, there's different academies. There's, like, music academy where all the kids end up going to be actors or theater majors and stuff like that. There's Hammy Prep, which is just you ain't shit and you might not be shit. <laughs> Um, My nephew went to that. Uh, <laughs> 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 hey, I'm just playing nephew. I love you. I know you listen to the show. He There's really a, listens. What else is there? There's the Communication Arts Academy. I was in that. That's where they push like video um, production, journalism. That's amazing. Media studies and stuff like that. And there's two other, three other programs. That I can't remember what they are. Um, but everybody is hella artsy. Yeah, it's hella There's a like lot of actors hippie, and it was still very racially divided. Um, all yeah. the white kids kicked it in what we call Disneyland. Wow! All the black kids kicked it by the lunch benches and did the whole beatboxing with pins thing. And that's where all the jocks oh, were. Like, when I was in high school, Hamilton was still gang banging like a motherfucker too. Mm. I when I I'm older than you though. No, I know. I'm just thinking like what it was when I was there. It was mostly like. It was a bunch of like that's when six L started really recruiting just anybody like any hey nigga you wanna what six O six O is Rolling Sixties Crip oh okay okay it's a say no more Nipsey I, Hustle I pulled out my mental uh, yeah. hood notebook and I um, I don't know if they just there. lost a gang of big homies and was trying to like up their numbers. But they was just letting in everybody. Like, just... It was became a, a franchise. It's funny, though. Yeah. Okay, so when I was in school, and I would come, six O's were not... They could not be up there like that. They were getting ran up out of there. Oh. Because the gang around there uh, was a gang called Playboys. Not that big. Playboys. But 
they could fight. Mm-hmm. And shit, when I drove up there one day, it was like one of the last days of school. I think I was up there for cultural day or some shit. I pulled up. They were on one of their days where they're just driving around. All them older dudes driving around the school. Looking for a little young. And they, I pulled up with the homies. And they pulled out on me, like, gun out. Like, what's up, cuz? Okay. I was like, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, fellas. And we were were actually on some, like, like the homies was bloods. But we we tucked tail that day. We saw that shit. (laughs) We saw that grown-ass man with that gun. I was like, man, please. 60s are... And then they they just seemed more reckless to me back then, just like doing just a lot of stupid shit for no reason. I don't know. I just felt like a there was a certain point where like gangs had hierarchies and you had big homies and little homies and, no and big homies. there was like you know um, reprimand like you yeah, get reprimanded that shit and died. shit. That shit died off. You know what I'm Wait, saying? what? School okay. me real quick. All right, reprimanded so, <laughs> big homies. No, no, no. Homies. This is I look. As fuck. So this is the thing that it's happened. It's like the Big Brother program. Yeah. So you have your OGs. Whoa. You have your OGs, the older dudes who started this shit, who've been around since like the early 80s, mid 80s, whatever. Right. And then you have YGs who are still active. They're like an OG. YGs? YGs, young gangsters. And they're still uh, they're it, still active, but they're grown-ups. And then you have the BGs who are like high school and um, junior high, maybe like, you know, I, they may call them the tiny gangsters or something. Everybody don't go that far. Or infants, right, right. but some people do. Infants are my favorite. Yeah, they do call like well, they really insane, do. Baby yeah, home. for real, <laughs> for real. It's a real. But you know, before everybody start. All right, this is the thing. In the nineties, early nineties, late eighties, they would use the youngsters to do the dirt mm-hmm. because they would get short times in uh, like juvenile hall or you know, say it right, goes on to prison, right. they'll maybe spend two years. Gotcha. And then they come out, they're back on the street before they changed the law and started charging them as an adult. Uh-huh. So they would, you know, like you do it, you come back out, you OG out here, you running this shit. Right. So it was like a program. It was. That's so crazy. But then when that shit really changed, you had like the older dudes having to do the work. And then when they get locked up, that's it. Who's running the set? Damn. Little young niggas. Young dudes is running the set. And they killing each other. I lost. Shit. I had some friends who were from not many because I didn't really fuck with sixties like that. But the few that I did know, I played ball with. Or I knew when I was from helping out up at uh, Crenshaw High. My cousins were coaching up there. A couple of them got killed by the by their own hood. That's wild. Because it was too wild. There was nobody saying like, "No, do this. Don't do that." Don't make this because there are rules. There are right, rules, but right. when you're so young that you haven't learned the rules because you haven't been around enough, you really just doing what you think and doing whatever you want. You kind of reckless. And sixties to me in high school was reckless because a lot of stuff should have been like if you had your OGs out there, shit gets settled with a, mm-hmm. with a fist fight. Is yep. that a reprimanding? Well, the <laughs> reprimanding is called a DP. Okay, Getting disciplined. Discipline. Like you fuck up, you turn, you tuck tail, you ran instead you of fire or something. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, you just get, you might Man, have to just scrap, you might just have to scrap with one dude. Oh, okay. Or you might have to get like, Jump you might down. have to get, you might have to get a few in. Like, all right, you fight him, then next up you go, next up you go, and you got to squab until they say you've had enough. Yeah, people get man. It was real. It's still. I mean, I don't think I knew anything about any of this. Like, I feel so educated now. Yeah, man. This it's is, funny, this like, is real you, LA shit. Because a lot of people yeah, be coming say. through. 
talking this LA shit. They don't. They didn't they really grow know. up in it. Right. Like my brother is one of the first Crips. He's fifty some years old. He was one of the like in the he's from the hundreds, the neighborhood Crips. He's one of the first Crips, man. He was around my from the beginning. And my <laughs> other brother, my brother I was close to, he was from a smaller gang called Gear. Gear's from Gear Gang? Yeah. <laughs> and he been from he was from there since he's like eighty one. This is like the most LA conversation I've had in like years. Yeah. Hey. I mean Tookie. You remember I know right, you heard of Tookie? Right, yeah. Tookie <laughs> actually like so back in the day, like you just had West Side Crips. They they were just Crips was the um was the umbrella. Like that's the major thing. And mm-hmm. then you would have branches from the West Side Crips, which was like A Trey Gangster Crips and stuff like that. A Trey's so me nervous. He could go <laughs> he could go to different hoods and be like, yo, so this is the set over here. So like a Marvin Gangster Crip was a set off of like the A Trays, but then it was just became his own gang. Cause he was people will say like took you from Marvin Gangsters, mm-hmm. but he was also from A Trey. He was also West Side Crip. Like so it was different. There's a history talk, man. It's, Yo, I just want to know. I just want to let you know right now. My homegirl Amber that listens to the show, she's going to be hype as fuck. She's so LA. She like last time you brought up Tookie, she was like, "Hell yeah, Joe, let these niggas know about." T-. I was like, "All right, hey, funny as shit, <laughs> funny as shit." So most of my family is from uh, is our brims either from Van Ness or um, Fruit Town or uh, Harvard Harvard Park. So one of my cousins, they were in Van Ness, and he goes to the. Uh, <laughs> He goes to the to the liquor store, and um, one of the bloods in there is like, "Hey, blood, we having uh we having fried crab tonight <laughs> because Tookie was getting, you know, executed." Oh. Um, you know, I was he was like, my, my cousin came in, he's like, "Yo, that was horrible, man." Sheesh. Like, it's, also it's bigger a great than that. Play on words. Yeah, it was. The fried crab. Like, man, that's <laughs> really good. He was like, we have a fried crab tonight. It's a really good use of like. Oh man. Personification. <laughs> I was great. This I, great. I, 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 part of me misses gang banging. I, I swear to God. There's a nostalgia to, to that. Yeah, era. man. I'm, I don't want people to die. Right. right. And you can't Obviously. actually have gang banging without the killing. You I mean, can. you really can. But it can, it, it can be a really successful big. I mean, because program. didn't it? I mean, stemming back to like the Black Panther organizations, isn't that? Didn't that have like some affiliation with what ended up happening? Well, because of the FBI and their intervening, but didn't that? Or is that not true? Like I don't know enough to speak on it. So. See, I, I hear the stories, Just like the, f- the familial. I hear the stories that thing. it came from the Black Panthers and it mm-hmm. came from other stuff. I hear that. But there were also gangs before the Crips. There was the Gladiators and the right, Slossons. Right. So I don't know, man. A lot of times when I li- when I hear these OGs talk about it, I'm like, this motherfucker's lying. <laughs> I just be feeling like they're lying. Ain't nobody old enough around to check. Yeah, them I feel like they're lying just because it's it makes like it makes for good conversation. Right, right. It makes it makes people think that there was a purpose. Look. There's always been gangs. Yeah. Well, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Throughout all cultures. Sure. Like, you've like always 19, had, you've always wanted to represent your little area. Mm-hmm. Like, and who are those guys over there across the street? Right. It may start with a football game. And then it grows, like, and you want to be a part of it. Look, game banging looks fun. Like, before people get shot, that shit looks fun. <laughs> like, you wearing cool shit. Like, you right. matching. All the homies wearing the same shit. It looks like a good time. Every you got somebody has your has your back. 
Yeah. Like, I could call my homeboy anytime, like, yo, they tripping over here. Where? They there. Before my own family sometimes. It's, it's really good to hear this, too, especially for other people that might be listening, because I think a lot of times people like forget that like these thugs or these gangsters like they looking for family and love too like and that's what the fuck that shit is it seems like it's a brotherhood it's a brotherhood like somebody got your back everybody like you wants to belong to something even exactly. football teams shit exactly, exactly like you have people who are who suck they're not good at football <laughs> but they, they want to be part of the fucking team even yeah. if they just sitting on the side they'd be happy that wasn't me I remember <laughs> Let's I remember that straight right now. No, I remember. That was not. Fuck. That was not. I only played football my senior year, and I said, if I'm not starting, I quit. I didn't say that to the coach, but I told them. I was like, yo, if I'm not starting or playing That's a lot, I ain't, I ain't sticking around this shit. This shit takes up too much of my fucking time. I can be sitting at home watching TV. And then I started, and I was like, oh, see? We good. But, all right. Yo, so I was reading up on you a little bit, and it said that, um, nah, it was on your own shit. Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> it's like Wendy Williams. So, so there was a teacher, there was a teacher that, that, um, uh, was telling you about a program called Right, Right Girl? Yes, Miss Melina Rolo. She, um, I was in AP English in my 11th grade year. Hey, shout out to AP English. <laughs> I definitely didn't take AP English. <laughs> <laughs> and so one day I came into class and she was like, you know, they pass you back your essays or whatever. Everybody was getting their essay back and she passed me mine. And I noticed mine looked different from everybody else. Like everybody else had like something stapled on it. So she get in front of class and was like, so you guys will notice that most of you guys got F's and D's on your papers. Mm-hmm. But Janine Daniels didn't. She got an A, so I copied her paper and stapled it to the rest of you guys' paper. And I was like, oh, oh yo. And I oh. wasn't like popular or nothing like that. I've always just been really funny. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being funny kind of propels you. Right. In certain right. circles. Definitely. So I, was, I wasn't pop- I was just known because I was funny. I'm tall. I'm muscular. You can't miss me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I was hella funny. So, but it was just like, come on, man. Don't. Put me on. <laughs> but she was always like, you know, where are you potential and da 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 da. So she was like, I need. I found out about this program that pairs at risk, you know, um, women, young girls with professional women. Why I think you should be in it? And I was like, Saturdays. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I threw away the flyer. But her being a high school English teacher probably knew I did it. So she mm. called my mom and was like, Did, did Janine give you the flyer? Uh, this is the see. Those are the teachers that you need, man. Yeah. That's beautiful. They are important. Yeah. So my mom was like, we'll fly her. And I was like, think this is about a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you thought she was a girl. So my mom was like, oh, yeah, you're going. So my mom dropped me off on a Saturday. And I, it was a four-hour program. So it's, at, at that time, I was 16 going Ooh. on 17. Four hours. So I was like, four hours on a Saturday from 12 to 4? That's too Even though I didn't have no job and no real life. Or right. like I mean, I wasn't going to be doing shit anyway, but, but still, damn. So I was upset. When yeah, I wouldn't know. Sh- I wouldn't know the shit. I'm sorry. Basically, so I was super upset. I'm such a like I'm realizing how much of a nerd I was. He's like, I would have been excited to go. Let me tell you something. I wasn't even doing football shit on a Saturday. The football team came to my house one day because they said, "Yo, we got this like camp, and we're gonna we're gonna go against other teams." I was like, they came to my door. I was like, no, I'm not it's going. Saturday. It's Saturday. Like, I don't. I didn't care enough about it. I was High like, school Saturdays is just like opportunity. 
For what? So, I don't know. Even if I'm just going to the fucking... I was always at the parties at night, you know. Saturday, Sunday, well, Friday, Saturday nights when parties was popping. Yeah, me too. Patriotic Hall was lit. <laughs> 212, Seven Oasis. Um, Seven Oasis, wow. Yeah, I took it back. Wow. <laughs> uh, so my mom took me to the program. I went, am I... I'm too cool for this mind. I'm like, this shit's stupid. Whatever. I'm here writing in this dumbass journal all day. And then, so some, so you meet once a month for like, uh, like a semester mm-hmm. generally. And then like the that next week they paired me. Like a, a couple weeks later they paired me with a mentor. And I emailed her and we were like, okay, I'll meet you at whatever. So we met at a coffee shop and I walked in and I seen this like. 50 year old white lady in the back with green hair and she was just like <laughs> with green hair though and I was like man this shit finna be stupid <laughs> and she became so pivotal to my life and I just had lunch with her like a couple weeks ago oh that's awesome that's you know dope I mean? man that's dope um, <clears throat> the program I think what a lot of people don't understand is like when you're in high school especially in like you know normal LA areas and they're mm-hmm. not promoting certain stuff there's so much you don't know yeah about like what jobs are out there. Yeah. You know what opportunities. I mean? Opportunities. And the program really showed me like, damn, it's screenwriters, it's, it's script yeah. supervisors, it's directors, it's producers, it's unit production managers. It's, All kinds like of Like it's not just doctor, nurse, teacher, lawyer. Mm. Damn, that shit just made me so mad. It just frustrated me so much. Wow. Because kids do not know this shit. Mm. Like, even though I know, I don't know. Yeah. Like if a kid asks me, I'm not saying that. I'm, it's not gonna. I didn't hear it coming up. Sure. I, my counselor was like, my counselor was a fucking piece of shit. Damn. Like for real, because she just puts junior college on me. Like, uh, you know, go to, you can get that. And I talked to like I've talked to other people at the same. Like one of the coaches from another team was like, "Where are you going to college?" I was like, I'm "Going to West LA." Like, I saw your grades. You can go somewhere. Right. I was like. But even when he said that, I was still like, nah, I'm just going to West LA. Because this motherfucker who I, who has been my counselor since the ninth grade ain't pushed nothing my yeah. way. And if you're not pushing somebody at those well, like, important I went years. to Narbonne. You went to Narbonne? Yeah. I moved out to Harbor City like 14. I did. I hated it. But you, it was a lot of kids there, though, I assume. Yeah, but I'm from LA, though. Like, it was, like, foreign to me. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I mean, and it was it was very mixed. All right, so, Harvard City, like, my all right, my high school, Narbonne, was very multicultural. We're talking about blacks, Mexicans, whites, Koreans, yeah. Filipinos, Samoans, Tongans, um, Lao. It was probably a couple Cambodians here. I may be wrong, but there was a Many lot. Many of those ethnicities I've never even... For oh real? man, you go to Did you watch loud King of the Hill, heard. the Super Newsome phones? They was loud. Oh, you're right. They was Laotian. You're right as hell. I know hella cartoon knowledge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. Hella. Um, <laughs> shit, but like if you're from LA, mm-hmm. it was either black or Mexican. Yep. I mean, except in Hamilton, there were quite a few white folks there. Quite were, a few. Yeah. Nah, you'll get really? like a couple. Like if you go to like a like the normal LA city schools, mm-hmm. you gonna see like two Asians, and they gonna gotcha. and they'll be the Asians that do really good in math. Mm-hmm. 
So you go out to Harbor City or Long Beach or something like that, you're going to get the different agents that don't do well in school. They <laughs> may gangbang. That'd be like ball is life. Oh, my God. Okay, you, there's a couple of those. But I'm talking, <laughs> like, the one, because there were a, quite a few who definitely wore basketball shorts and, like, the newest tennis, newest basketball shoe to play basketball in, though. Black folks did not buy yeah. the newest basketball shoes to play basketball in. are not touching the court in. in these days. They always had a ball, and they never were on the actual team, though. <laughs> but after school, before school, and lunch. During, yeah, during ball, lunch. It was like, get the fuck out of here. I ain't sweating. Yeah, exactly. I knew it. <laughs> I was like, I am not playing basketball at lunch. I'm getting all sweaty and shit. I got this button up on. I'm trying to look fresh. You know what? That's hilarious because I think in South Florida, that's not the Asian kids that are like that. It would be like the Cuban kids and like the Dominican kids. And they wear their Jordans and shit. Is there a blunt on your arm? You know, yes, there is. Um... Mm-hmm. One of those nights in college when you just do things. He enjoys the weeds. I don't have a problem I with do, it I at do. all. <laughs> I just need to make sure I was seeing it correctly. Nah, yeah, that's that's. A, I was like nineteen when I got that. Eighteen when I got that. I feel like people get the greatest tattoos when they're young, and they get older. I'm like, I don't know why I did that, but I think when they're older, they no. start getting like really basic stuff. No. Absolutely not. You are absolutely wrong. I don't know, man. No, you're wrong. I, no. I think people are like more about it when they're young. Like, no, man, I just want to get. See, that was the case with me because this was my first tattoo, and that, and then this was my better. next one, and then the next one was like some random eyes on my fucking back. So it's like, mine you. did get more basic as I got older for Dude, some reason. All right. Listen, all I know is that when I was in high school, the tattoos were the fucking those tattoos around your bicep. <laughs> they're like barbed wire exactly oh, what you're talking about. like tribal bands and shit it was horrible I remember that for like white kids that's what I was thinking like white girls especially Dude, used to love my barbed school it was it was white it was a few Samoans did it but they would normally get the tribal band so that was okay cause you know if it's really your culture yeah shit right. cool but then I saw black dudes do it it wasn't just the barbed wire it would be something else this is they weird. the name within Thou the barbed wire. And then, oh, and y'all know when I was teaching, I taught like the game bangers. So they had the worst tattoos. This one kid, <laughs> this one kid, man. I was like, dude, who the fuck did you just did you let just play on your fucking body? Like you just let the them. The home girl. Like you like a scratch paper. <laughs> like he's like a piece of scratch paper, man. They're just doing shit. I'm like, this says anything. I'm like these are the worst tattoos I've ever seen in my life. It's like, no, I'm gonna get him covered up though. Like, why did you even let him? In the uh, first place. Because I was trying to put. Nah, I think it was a guy that did it. We was kicking. Was you never know. Long yeah. long <laughs> this is me in the gay homie. This is me. Hey, man. Hey. Shit happens. Hey. Shit happens. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, all right, so after Hamilton, where'd after you go to Hamilton, college? I went to Pitzer College of the Claremont Colleges. It's like, um, there's a group of colleges about 30 miles east of Los Angeles called the Claremont Colleges and they're like their nickname is the Ivy League of the West because they're all like really good schools and they're all pretty hard to get into. Yeah, what was your GPA coming out of high school? 3.174 That's not that great. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, mine was high. No, no it wasn't. It but what people wrong. don't understand and maybe I could give some knowledge to somebody is that when you're applying to schools and you want scholarship money, don't apply to state schools. 
you gotta apply to private schools. Private schools get money for diversity. So if you are of color, they're they're so stuck because right. all the white kids who go there, all the other kids or the international kids are paying, uh-huh. but they don't have, you know, that is minorities. So they're like, damn, how can we get you? And I had stupid extracurricular activities. Right. I was president of Black Student Union. I was in this. I was in She's this. She's an You know what I mean? So that's important. And you have to take advantage of like college interviews. Like if they offer you an interview, go Hell sell yeah. yourself. Because yeah. my ride, I got a almost a full ride from a school that costs. Fifty thousand dollars a year, Shit. but it was not because I'm super smart. Obviously, my GPA was three point. I didn't even break a thousand on the SATs. I was like, eh. "What'd you get?" Doesn't matter. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't break a thousand either. I was in the. I got nine eighty. I was in the. I was nine ninety. Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, look, you it was funny because I, mean? I, I didn't want to take it. I was like, "Mom, I'm going to junior college." Either. I was like, "Mom, I'm going to West LA." She's like, "Just take." But see, that was what was so dope about Pitzer and like these liberal arts colleges. Mm-hmm. You don't have to submit your SATs. You can submit an essay, an English essay from an English teacher, and have them nice. write on the back. You wow. know, you can do the the let you do other things because they understand that for the real shit too. Because they're like mm, standardized test isn't for everybody. It doesn't exactly. mean you're smart. So y'all better like, share this shit with your folks, man. <laughs> like this episode, you might you need to share this, these gems. So share the episode. That's more listens. Right. Yeah, um. man. So I so I was able to leave college. With only like twelve thousand in debt for four years, wow. and I got to study abroad. <laughs> Man. Yeah, oh, I, I saw it. Peking. Uh, yeah, I went to Peking University for a semester in Beijing. I remember wow. seeing pictures. That, all right, because I've definitely gone through. Like, this is not recent. I remember seeing that a while back. Like your pictures, like a throwback Thursday or something. You being probably. I posted a couple for my birthday when I turned thirty. So I was like, I'm thirty, bitch. I speak Chinese. Not yes. anymore. Um, so, <laughs> but you can still understand it, right? If if people speak really slow, okay. If people speak really slow, I can get, I can piece it together. Talk about that though. Like you, you know, you are from LA. You didn't really go anywhere. You went what thirty miles east of LA. I did. I I had applied for a school in New York called Marist in Poughkeepsie, and they gave me a full ride too. Mm. And so I sent my housing deposit, which was like seven hundred dollars, and then Pitzer called me and they were like, "Hey, so we forgot to tell you that you were admitted." So we're just gonna tell you on the phone and we'll give you like 75%. So my mom was like, stay here. It's hmm. cold out there. I'll miss you. And I was <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Kipsy is colder than a bitch. In so, the but I, you know, I had traveled, you know, all over the country with my mom, with her museum or whatever. So when it was time for me to go to Beijing, my counselor pulled me aside and was just like, hey, so you're black. You're gonna have a different experience. Cause I had to go to orientation and right. so after orientation, they're like, Look, you forget everything you just heard. Let me just tell you that you're gonna have a different experience. It's gonna be a little harder for you. And so then, like later, I have found out that they had to pay the family that I stayed with extra to keep me, just cause. Wow. You know what I mean? But I ended up becoming stupid cool with my host family, and the grandma who was there had my fucking back. Oh, that's what's up. Like. Once I figured out some Chinese, she would always be standing up for me. And, like, when people stared at me on the subway, she'd be like, what you, what, what's up? What you looking at? That's, you know what I mean? That's dope. She was not there. She was, that was my ride or die. Like, Did you ever find out why they needed that extra money? Because I was black. I mean, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> did you find, like, what were their... I think they was just nervous. Because you had to understand, I'm, like, no. when I got there, 
my first thought was everybody out here is racist towards black people. Mm-hmm. And as I stayed and I, you know, traveled around the country and went to different villages, I realized they're not racist. Mm-hmm. It's genuine, like they don't know. Yeah. And I don't want to use the word ignorant because it sounds negative, but it isn't. It, it's an ignorance. Yeah, because yeah, out there, all they knew was Kobe Bryant, Beyonce, Tupac, and Snoop Dogg. That's it. And when you watch television out there, there's absolutely no black people on anything yeah. whatsoever except Kobe Bryant pictures and magazines and billboards or Beyonce or you know what I mean? So right. when they see you, they're like, Holy shit, what is that? One of them's here. That's real. And Damn. you know, some people who were you know, I was in Beijing, so some it's a lot of travel. Mm-hmm. A lot of international people come and they, you know, weren't sure what I was exactly. So they would touch my hair on the subway and rub my skin to see if it was dirt. Like, is she just dirty? Like, what's happening here? Wow. And I had heard about this and I had Googled it, but I was like, that's not true. No one would ever do that. That is so crazy. <laughs> so then, like, by the what's third your first week, ex- Like, when that happened to you the first time, how did you react? I knew it was going to happen. That's I good that you actually it. researched because somebody else. <laughs> so would. I kind of knew. Yeah. But I also, it sounded so <laughs> fake. Like, who would actually. Not just because I'm foreign, but who would have the audacity to be like, let me touch you because I want to. So, you know, when it started happening, I was like, and I had twists, like long ass, Mm -hmm. you know, Kanekalon. They were confused. (laughs) So they would be like, is that your hair? And after a while, I just started saying yes. And then they, you know, their language is, it's really beautiful language and everything means something. So, Meguo means America. Mm-hmm. May is pretty, Guo is country. So, it's like the pretty country because they believe wow. that white skin is very beautiful. Yeah, Because, you know, their bleaching creams is like out of control. So, they're Jamaica like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from, I'm Meguo Ryan, which means I'm American. They're like, no, but where are you from? What part of Africa? And I'm like, no, I'm from. Well, I don't know what part of Africa because <laughs> the pretty people you love in America stole me from Africa. <laughs> So I can say anything. I can say I was from Scotland. I can say I was from Brazil. It was fine. But if I said Megwell, they'd be like, no, 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 no. Sweetheart. I used to tell people I was Scottish. And they'd be like, oh, okay. Wow. We'll take that. Wow. That's fine. But you're not American because only beautiful white people come from America. Oh. So it was a a very surreal moment. And by my third week, I had like had a breakdown. Damn. Yeah, of course. And I was listening to like. What was it? I was listening to like a Lauren Hill. <laughs> um, that song by CeeLo about brown skinned women. I know y'all know what I'm talking about. Nah, I don't. Whatever. I was listening to it in my little room and I was just like, I'm gonna go home. So I called my mom and I was like, Would you be disappointed if I came home? She was like, Absolutely not. Come on. So I went to talk to my supervisor and I was like, I think I'm gonna go. And she was like, You could go, but you know, you won't get the semester and you won't walk the stage because you'll be a semester behind. And I was like, Ugh! and before I got there, this is a different time. I had MySpace black mm-hmm. people. So I went on MySpace. I clicked found black them. people in China. I found this dude who worked in the military. And I was like, I'm coming out there. I just need peace. Like, we got you. So Dope. the moment I got there, the same day I flew in, I got in so much trouble. I went, I called him. I was like, I'm here. He's like, we having a going away party tonight at a bar. Come through. So mm-hmm. I left my host family's house, hopped in a taxi, and just gave the phone to the taxi driver. And he was like, no, come on. So they drove me to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got out. He was standing there. And it was just like a sea of black people. And they were all waiting for me. And they were like, hi, Janine. I was oh, like, oh, shit. So That's beautiful. So when I was like, I'm going to leave, they were like, girl, don't let this place break you. Right. Like, stay. 
work nice, it out. Nice, nice. And man. I also wanted to graduate on time and, you know, walk the stage or whatever. So, right, that part. <laughs> I stayed and I just spent a lot of time with the black people. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I went on to do the scavenger hunts and all the other stuff that they make you do for the program. And I went to school and I caught the bus and I learned how to get away on the subway. And I learned how to speak the language and I passed mm-hmm. all my classes. But I was like, when I don't gotta be, I'm rolling with them. You gotta have your safe yeah. space. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like I'm still cool with, with the people there and they even donated Dope. to my Indiegogo and That's awesome. Uh one chick I left, one chick I met, Kamara, she was like, Well, if ever you leave and you in New York, holler at me. So like six years later I was like, Girl, I'm in New York, she's like, Come stay at my house. You know what I mean? Like it was it, it was a it was a sad experience because I was so sad sometimes mm-hmm. from just you know, being stared at is it's funny for like the first two days. Yeah. People like running up next to you and you don't know why and then you see a flash and that person run away. Mm-hmm. You're like, did somebody just take a that picture of me? That has effects on your psyche. Like, so it was like, you know, that first three weeks, every day, every day, every day, in my hair, looking at me, staring, bubble guts. That was the first time I shot on myself. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> your, your stomach has to adjust to new bacteria from the food. Yeah. Damn. Plus, we eat so much shit here, and everything's pumped full of stuff. Yeah. That food was, like, completely natural. My stomach was like, this ain't a Hot Pocket. What's this? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, Jilla I has had my first in that, uh, arena. experience with that, and that was a, it was a shitty one. Yeah. I've had a shitty situation. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the pettiness in me, they were like, you have to do, like, a dissertation kind of thing when you leave. So, I did my paper on black people in China and how we were here first. Yes. And I got a B. <laughs> <laughs> I had my mom ship me books from Esawan so I could oh, prove. I was like, let me, let me let part. y'all know we was here. Like, I was so angry. Like, I had uh-huh. a lot of anger in my heart, even though I was a lot happier, but I was just like, here. You still gonna get this work. You right. You still, yeah. gonna get this, you still gonna get this lesson. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, mm, you didn't cite enough. Uh, wow. Haters. Uh-huh. I was like, okay. Cite this melanin, bitch. So, yeah, that was my China experience. Huh. All right. So, we definitely need to get to, you know, the reason why I know you, you know, because of your show, That Guy. Right. And then the couple. But how did you get to that point to work with Black and Sexy? Black and Sexy TV. Yeah, how did you get to the point to work with Black and Sexy, to get into the field and all that? Well, I mean, I got my degree in media studies, but I didn't really know how to use it. Uh-huh. When I, because, you know, liberal arts colleges are like, well, teach you the skills and take down the man and do video art and do weird stuff. But they don't teach you, like, here's how you get a job and here's what you do. So yeah. when I left college, I was kind of like, I'm out. I got a degree, but. What do I do? So I got with a temp agency and I was working at. Where was I working? I was like working at KCET mm-hmm. in the programming department, and um, I had it wasn't fulfilling at all. And it was what the what department? The programming department, mm-hmm. the department where they're like, "What can we put on TV that we have to go beg PBS for money for?" Because gotcha. everything is grant based. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, "This is really boring." <laughs> Working in public television. So paperwork and. And my boss was like, she pulled me into her office one day. And she's like, I want to hire you. From through the temp agency, like making my my permanent assistant, she's like, but I also want to talk to you first, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm in trouble. She was like, look, I've been in television for a really long time, and you're young and you're starting off. She was like, I'm here because I've walked red carpets and I've done all that. She's like, you haven't, so if this is not the job for you, I suggest you don't take my offer. 
and go live your life and do what you want to do and be creative. Wow, man. And I was like, young enough to be like, so you don't want me here? Like, it didn't. Right, right. It didn't click at first until yeah. I went home and I was talking to my mom. My mom was like, do you see what she's telling you? And That's, I was like, okay, I get it. So wow. I declined the offer. And then I was working for this writer. Because I was just like, okay, I want to, I didn't know that I wanted to write. I just knew that I needed to. I had an outlet for creativity and I just yeah. needed to be around it. So I answered, I think I answered an ad on Craigslist. I don't know. But he was a writer for HBO and he just needed an assistant to come and help him. And he had done this really mm. cool show called um, The Porn Editor. It was a series on HBO and it was about this dude who's a filmmaker, but to make money, he edited porn. <laughs> and the series was great. It was about his life. Like, here I am in my office editing clips. I have, oh a friend who is, I have a friend who had a sport that's why this particularly <laughs> real. This is hilarious. So it was a great show. I never even I thought like, about yeah. that. Um, so crazy. I was working with him and he got his stuff into the Hollywood Black Film Festival and that's where I ended up seeing um, Mr. Dorch's film A Good I Be Black and Sexy and it was everything I loved in life. Mm. It was regular ass black people without saying the word black like that right. drives Ooh. me fucking insane when we talk about being black no just do it yeah people can it pours just off a, of us just, just exist just yeah. exist yeah. and i was like i gotta meet this dude i gotta collaborate with him mm. and so i emailed him for like several months and he would not <laughs> email me back and so the day so i had quit my job and like two weeks later uh, I had bought a car right before I quit my job. I was I was off, but I was like, if I if, I was like, I need to use this pay stub to get a car. So let me just buy the car and I'll figure it out. <laughs> like I'm, I have enough skills. So I bought my car and I was sitting in my car, and I just seen his business card on the floor and I was like, let me just try one more time to email this dude. And I was like, hey, it's me again. And he hit me back and was like, yeah, let's meet up. So we met at Starbucks and he told me what he was doing and he wanted to you know, make content that he could distribute direct to audience because right. fuck a middleman. And I was like, bro, like, let's do it. Like, you know, I'm excited. Like, I'm hungry. I'll figure out my life. Man. Persistence, Just let's do it. Yeah. So then he was telling me what he was working on and he had people and I had people and we just started collabing and then um, Numa came along and like every everything just worked out mm. and we were all like like-minded but in different ways. Like right. we all had different sensibilities and that's what made the team really, really gelled together as we move forward because they were a little bit more mature, you know, right. and, and, and smooth. And I was, you know, rough around the edges and a little more gritty. So together our talents really, you know, worked oh, off yeah. each other. So it, it was all just very beautiful. And at the time I was living with a dude for the first time in my life. And I was just writing down all these weird scenarios. You know, if you never lived with anybody before. Yeah. And in college, I just kept lucking up where each semester I didn't have a roommate. Mm. So I didn't, this was like the first time I was in somebody's space and they was in my space every day. That's an experience. That's definitely <laughs> yep. And it was like the little shit that you I You had noticed. a lot to write about. You know, just <laughs> like the little shit because... You know, he's super anal and everything has its place and you put oh, it back. And I'm super oh. messy. So it was just like a lot of, you know, hey, Janine, yeah. if you could just put the cap back on the toothpaste. <laughs> I've been there. I'd be like, who cares? I'm finna use it every, like, if I'm using it every day, no, why I gotta put it back? No, that's a little nasty. You don't know what's about to call up in that shit. Put the fucking cap on the toothpaste. Which is why I wrote it down. And 
you know, just there were things that would happen. I would, I told my partners at the time, I was like, so I have this idea about a show mm-hmm. about this couple. Like, it doesn't matter what their names are. It doesn't matter what their jobs are. It doesn't matter that they're black. I said, we could just shoot it in one apartment, these little pieces yeah. about these little things. And they were like, eh, maybe later. And I was like, okay. And then... Once they started dating, they were like, so that idea you had sounds really good. We should do that. Super relatable. And I was like, great, let's do it. So while I was working at Warner Brothers, I would just write down mm-hmm. all the scenarios. And the dude, one of the dudes I was living with, my boyfriend's roommate, he was a super talented actor. And one of my partners was a super talented actor. So me and my other partner, Mr. George, kind of had this idea. Like, what if they... Where the, the two people and we auditioned them and the chemistry was great and I was like, Yeah, this is it. So I would just be at my job wow. and I would send ideas and they would shoot them while I was away and I would you know, like it all just I love we had a system. I loved the couple. I loved it. I thought it was so perfect, man. It was Well, you're in luck because actually, I just actually... created a new show that is similar to the couple. Okay. Um that I started shooting in like a month or less. And I'm super excited about it. It's it's like the couple, but it's a. I didn't have as much creative control over the couple as I would have liked, just because uh-huh. there was a lot of you know hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know when you're the only one who hasn't had a you know film in a film festival and you're the youngest in the group, right, right. you're kind of like you're like okay, yeah, that's good. Idea. We got it from here. <laughs> so now I'm like they had a star. They didn't know that. I mean, come on, man. You- you can't restrain her. One more time. They had a stop. Cool. <laughs> got it. Like why handcuff her? Let her work. You still gonna get this money too. But it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I learned a lot, and my mom was just kind of like, the couple was her favorite show, and she was like, mm-hmm. I want to bring it back, but I'm gonna yeah. do it in our way and our style. So my mom is actually co-creator of the new show. I just so got went into the couple, and um, I fucking love it. Like it's it's really dope. And well, now we're gonna have a new couple. But I remember reading. That it was getting picked up by HBO. What happened with that? Oh man, um, I can't really tell you because I didn't know for a while until mm-hmm. very recently, um, which is you know just communication issues within partnerships that happens. But HBO have found us somehow on the internet, right? At the time, we didn't have no agent. We were just making content, being happy. So she ended up Facebooking one of the partners and was like, yo, my name is this, and I work at HBO. How do I find you guys? Oh, wow. So we ended up having a really fancy meeting at the the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills, and I was like, holy shit. God damn. <laughs> right. That, that, okay, so that initial feeling you had when you found that out, like, what was that like? What was your first, like, thought? What was your thought process when that was happening? Slightly petty. Mm. It was slightly like, y'all said I was the youngest one. My shit got us. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you got to. Yeah. That's, yeah. Real, that's the real shit. Yeah. That's a real feeling. But it was also like, damn, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's one of those things where you know that you can do the shit and you know you're good enough for the shit, but then when it actually happens, you're like, whoa, this is real. Like, but I'm also like young and dumb and broke, so I'm like, well, let me not order nothing too crazy. Let me look at the menu before I go, so I'm like under 15. Cause I don't want oh, her to no. think I'm trying to. You know what I mean? I got like, to I'm, be around a dub. <laughs> I got to be around a dub. It only makes sense. It's hard to go under four, under fifteen. I couldn't because there was nothing under. I was about right, to right, say right. like four seasons, and I made me like my heart was like, well, shit. 
you know. <laughs> but it was so they so she was basically like, you know, we really like the couple. We see that you guys really have your own lane, mm-hmm. and we like to offer you a development deal, and we won't really we'll let you be autonomous because you guys have built an entire right. space where we don't voice. really feel like you need to be taught anything, and so. We were like, hell yeah, we took the deal, and we had to stop doing the movie because we were just about to make a movie for the couple when they offered us oh, the wow. deal. That's, I, I was wondering why the couple like stopped, like, and, the, and that guy, and that guy <laughs> was going so far. I was like, why didn't they just? Yeah, okay. so they so they licensed it, so we couldn't do anything with hmm. it. Uh, they still own the license. I think it's like next year or 2019 or something like that. But at the sure. time, it was like, well. This is what you do with your babies. Right. Yeah. You know? And so we wrote some pilots and it got really quiet, even though we had got an executive producer, Spike Lee was on board. Wow. Because one of my partners had... I heard about that. Yeah. I did hear about that. One of that. my partners had um, had met him and helped him do a crowdfunding campaign for his movie, The Sweet Blood of Jesus or something like that. And she just kind of was like on wow. Twitter like, yo, you should just... You should let me help you run your campaign. And he was like, okay. So he flew around. That's how they got to know each other. So mm. we got the deal. You know, there's so many politics to deals. Yeah. And part of the politics was like, we can do your show, but not without an executive producer who has a name. Because who are you guys? Technically, no one knows you. Right. So you need a name behind yeah. you. And so my partner had asked Spike, like, yo, what's good? And he was like, okay. Because he, he knew he didn't yes. have to do nothing. Like, you ain't got to show up. Right. Just, <laughs> Give us a name. You know? And we already got the show idea, mm-hmm. so... It was cool. We got a check, and it was like, okay, write it. And I was like, I got my papers from the WGA, and I was like, holy shit, I'm in the fucking writers guild, yo. Like, right. I get free movies, because um, that's what's important, right? right, right. So, <laughs> um, everything just seemed like it was working out, and then all of a sudden, everything just kind of fizzled, and are we in trouble? Nah, still want to start going crazy, this oh. damn dog. And yeah. So. <laughs> You know, it just kind of fizzled out, and then after I left the company, I kind of hit the executive up like, "Hey, so I left, so I'm not sure what the thing, what what it will look like now that I'm gone." And she was like, "Oh, baby girl, we didn't know. That's not. That's not." Sorry, mm-hmm. I don't know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was perfect timing. <clears throat> and that's how I felt. Um, here at Ghetto Studios. So it was just kind of like, okay, damn. Yeah. And it sucked, but I was like, that's okay. That's okay. Because I was, at the time I was still on the Writers Guild, I recently got kicked out for inactivity, which broke my heart. Damn. Like, it crushed me. And it was, everything was kind of surreal because right after Issa got her deal, Mm -hmm. we got ours. So in my mind, I was like, man, we finna be back to back on HBO. That'll be so lit. You know what I mean? Like I was like, this is finna be G'd up to the feet up. Mm -hmm. Like, and then when it all fell apart, and you know, I'm still human. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm happy for everybody, but I'm just like, damn, I was this fucking close. I I thought about that so much. (laughs) Issa got on, and I was like, and everybody was like, girl, you next. Yeah, you next. Don't worry, girl. You next. Listen, that's what I told him. What did I tell you? I was like, I got to bring my homegirl on. Right. Like, she's next up. I'm I'm telling you, she's next up. It was supposed to happen already. Like, she got got this. Yeah. But you know what? God has a way of taking things out Mm -hmm. of your life Mm -hmm. that you are not supposed to have. And... It wasn't that time yet. 
I think, you know, from everything that has happened, everything that I've learned, I might have been in a really shitty situation. Hmm. And I think that I, you know, I maybe had some angels looking out for me. It was like, baby girl, I know you want this. <laughs> there's a there's a meme out of like a little girl holding a raggedy ass teddy bear. And there's like Jesus behind her with a big ass teddy bear. And he's like, just trust me. Right. But she's like holding on to the raggedy ass teddy bear like dumb hard. And I'm like, I get it. Because you really feel like that's all you got and you don't want to let it go. And now I'm like, okay, give me a teddy bear. I feel like, are y'all telling me to wrap it up? No, I'm telling him to record you. <laughs> I was just going to ignore you because I was not understanding what you were trying to follow. Oh, I've seen Dave Chappelle. I was don't telling him to wrap to it re- up, B-Bop. I was telling him to <laughs> wrap record. Wrap it up, B! I was telling him to record. I should have just texted him. <laughs> Because right. you put it to my phone, I was like waiting for a message from you. I know. I saw you look. I was like, "Fuck!" All right, that's. I don't know what that means. I was like, when, when I saw you look at your phone, I was like, "All right, thanks." I texted him. Shit, and we're not editing that shit either. Don't edit that Um. All right. So now I want to talk about you know the my show, my favorite. You know, I always bring it up. That guy. It's you know it's so funny. Most people don't even know I was involved in other shows. I did. Okay. So they're I just like, you. Really so you did that guy? You were that guy? That, and mm. I'm like, I mean, I had a deal, too. Fine. I <laughs> fine. Yeah, that guy. That's me. <laughs> I, I knew about it because I think, I forget why I knew you were, you created the couple. I think you said it. And I was like, oh, didn't know that. But you were also uh, involved in Roomy Lover Friends, too. Yeah, I was an EP. I love that too. I, for real, those are the only three shows. I did watch Yellow a little bit, but uh, whatever. That's, uh, <laughs> um, I think I was just into into the channel, so I was just like, I gave I gave everything a try. I, I appreciate it. Hello, Cupid was good. That's what's up. Um, but all right, so that guy. That guy. How? Where did that come from? Um. I thought about the dudes that I've dated, and I realized that I had a pattern. Hmm. And I either dated super charming, debonair-ass dudes who didn't want shit, right? or I was dating sweet, broke dudes. Like, that was my lane. Why is that always the... Like... Those are always the two (laughs) fucked up choices for some reason. Like, and I was like, it's not me. It's every girl. Yeah. Like, it's not a black thing. It's not a white. It's it's all of us. Like, right, we do that. Right. And so, I'm very fond of the male perspective. I think that is men aren't seen as emotional enough. Hmm. And we think that like, oh, he we broke up, so he just out fucking other bitches. Yeah, but he's so sad inside. Like, I I listen to my homeboys. They're still human. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're Facts. literally masking <laughs> their pain. With, with oh, I'm playing 2K or I'm finna smoke this bowl. And really, they just like, fuck, I miss her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, my, my boys would tell me this stuff. And I'm like, why isn't this on TV? Like, yeah. why we don't actually talk about black men being emotional that people? that needs its voice. If you listen to our podcast, you would know we actually discuss Because. I'm finna. Let's, like, let's be real. When a dude is emotionally hurt, he's way worse. He's an ass. They yeah. act crazy. No, oh, they will. They're they crazy. They kill someone. They're crazy. They have killed people. Yeah. 
It's amazing. <laughs> and I was like, I want to... So this was after the couple. Like I said, I didn't have that much creative control over it like I wanted. So I kind of told my partners, like, hey, I want to do another show, but I kind of, like, want to do it my way, my mm-hmm. style, and my sensibilities. And everybody was like, okay. <laughs> and so... Um, I came up with this idea and I talked with my boyfriend at the time and he was like, I fuck with it. Like, this is, this is suck. And I was right. like, okay, cool. So I wrote out some stuff and um, I had cast and I shot it. And when I got it edited, I was like, this not it. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is not the show that I want to shoot. And I was kind of trying to figure out how to fix it because it mm-hmm. wasn't my vision. And at the time, the we were doing a, a, a crossover episode mm-hmm. for a Halloween party. Right. And I was like, well, I want my characters to show up. I don't know what they're going to do, but I've already cast. So I just want them to show up. So I called and I was like, can you guys come to this party? And um, Will Catlett, who plays Mike, couldn't make it. But the oh, chick yeah, who plays Renee, um, Stacey LaFay, she's like, I can make it. And Jeremy McBride, who plays Judah, was like, I can make it, but only for a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'll figure it out. Right. So the only camera that was available because they were using it to shoot the actual episode was like a flip. And I was like, fine, fuck it, I'll use a flip. So I didn't really have a concept, but I was like, what if I just let Jeremy McBride walk around the party and talk shit? He's good at that. And I had a little storyline, <laughs> which is like, okay, Renee, you mad because your boyfriend didn't show up, but he don't like you, so he don't care. He's just trying to holler at females. That's the, that's it. So we get there, and you know, we do that, and then Jeremy had to leave, so then I just walked around with the camera like I was him, and was like looking at girls' booties and getting the smile or whatever nice. <laughs> and then I cut it together and I really liked it but I still didn't know yet but I was like this this is something right. and then so my partner saw it and we were all kind of like this is this is this might be the show and I was like yeah this is the show it's him it's this dude with the mouthpiece mm-hmm. walking around recording his life while him and his best friend are dealing with parenting and shit right. so that's kind of how it happened and then Jeremy talks with his hands, unfortunately. And so a lot of the complaints in the first episode was like, I'm getting motion sickness because I can't, <laughs> can't handle the camera. And so I was like, all right, how I fix this? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we didn't have no money like that. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll just, I'll write myself in so that I can hold the camera myself. Because I'm an editor. I know what shots I want. Yeah, I know true. that I need a, this shot and that shot. Which has to be an advantage in... Oh, for I think everybody project. who works in this business, like if you're a director, an actor, a writer, or an editor, you should have all four of those jobs at some point because it will improve all of your skills I like, agree. dramatically. So if you only do one of those things, you got to learn the other three. Even if it's just for a brief moment in time, you got to... So you can see it from that like aerial view. Because every show, every series, every movie is literally written from four different perspectives. Like there is the writer who writes the script. Mm. It's done now. Goodbye. Yeah. You wrote the story. Now I'm the director, and I'm going to make that story how I see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm the actor, so I'm going to make it how I see, like it. I see it. Now I'm the editor, and I get everything at the end. Damn, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that look that you gave her that you thought was going to be sincere because of the way I placed it, it doesn't look sincere. It looks insincere now, and I did that because I'm the editor. Like, there's a, literally yeah. four different stories being told, so I think it's just, you know... It's a skill set to, to learn all of them. But anyway, so um, that became the show. 
And my first episode did really bad, and I got the most thumbs down that any of our shows had ever gotten. Damn. And I called Jeremy, and I was like, I don't even want to do the show no more. Fuck it. What are you doing? I'm just going to cancel it. And he was like, nah, this is something. Like, you got to just keep going. And I was like, have you seen all the dislikes, bro? Like, <laughs> everybody was like, what is this male chauvinistic bullshit? I can't believe a woman wrote this. Like, it's just niggas sitting around talking uh, about ass and smoking weed. And I was like, that's, that's what the homies do. You have I did, say, to I, did, I, did, I did read something about you saying that you're unapologetically creative. Meaning you're not here to like dispel anything or like, you know, improve the the, the images of something, but rather just to show the raw yeah. real shit. So like, but also I don't want to bring down the network either. Right, so right. I was just like, shit, I don't want to. Yeah. And our audience was seventy percent women, and they were just angry, angry. Hey, that's the funny thing. Like, you need to know what dudes are really thinking. Like, yeah. how we. But talk it seems to like you. a lot of them wanted to, to be what they think dudes are thinking or saying as and they will argue they, you, they will say. argue you down like no dudes do this how the fuck <laughs> you know, go tell an actual man because they know one guy who did it and so now all y'all did and it and they know one guy that he, they don't even know that one guy to be real what he no. was presenting to them wasn't yeah. even him so man you know what I mean people got different versions of Joe <laughs> I can only imagine <laughs> shit which is why I wanted to do the series from a male perspective because mm-hmm. I thought it would be interesting to like watch these dudes navigate parenting dating relationships right. breakups heartache uh you know being in your feelings Dude, and all that to see because you got to see the, them be player then be uninterested mm-hmm. in a woman and then they feel then they gain interest for a woman and it could just be because she talking to somebody she, else. exactly she's talking to somebody I don't else even right? want you but right. oh, why you but she you ever give attention like nah that's not okay <laughs> Territorial as hell. Right. I know I'm that guy. I've definitely done that before. Like, I didn't want her, but shit. He talking to her? <laughs> hell no. Hey, baby girl. <laughs> start texting and shit. Never text before. Because <laughs> y'all are an interesting breed. All right, man. It's... And that's how the show came about. Just literally thinking about these two dudes. And I'm, I've always hung around dudes. Right. Always, 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 always hung around dudes. Just I don't, I couldn't tell you why. Not that I have a problem with women or anything, but <laughs> it's just always been like a natural thing. Cause I'm a jokester. Yeah, you just and, get it. They get it. You cool. You know, I watch anime and I like sci-fi, so I've always just floated into to male energy pretty easily. And I'm, and I've listened to them, and I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, I I don't get everything, but I get it enough for many people to be shocked that a woman wrote this show. Yeah, I love. <laughs> Mike was emotional, man. Mike is one of my greatest creations ever. Because he was he was all over the place for one minute. He's chill. And then while out. Like he'll go he'll be player, kicking it, and then be highly emotional about a female. And like like it, there were moments where it looked like he was ready to hit a woman. Yeah. And then next minute, he <laughs> fuck about that bitch man <laughs> hey what you trying to do you trying to get out in the streets and it was like damn that's us man that's that's the homies mm. like not everybody is like that but right, we all right. have a couple friends like that it's definitely relatable I mean most people will think I'm the most chill non-caring about shit not that's that's who I seem to be to a lot of people mm. fuck out of here I have definitely tripped you've seen me you've been there 
when like my first like my first few months knowing you out sure, there, sure. I was tripping over a woman. Like bad. Stress. <laughs> and I forgot like, about it that. was <laughs> oh, it was rough. Oh man. But then people would be it's very important surprised. to hear these stories. They yeah, got it. Sense. Yeah. Because it's always on us. Like we every show is a woman going through it over a man. A woman going through it over a man. A woman going through it over a man. A woman, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. the same. And even like if it's a love story, it's always from our perspective. Right. It's or never Yeah. To, you know, wants it to end. And when I used to talk about the series, I would always say this. There's two dates that happened in one. If me and you go on a date and um, you get there early and we eat and everything is cool and you order dessert wine and we talk. I would and never you... order dessert. But wine. listen, listen, I just like listen. Go ahead. I'm saying at the end. Right. And then we, we come back to, to my house and we talk all night and then you leave. I'm calling my girls like, I think he's the one. Like mm. he was so respectful and we went to a nice dinner and all this shit. The complete other story <laughs> is you on the phone with your boys like, man, my Groupon was finna expire for this for this dinner for two that came with dessert wine at the end of the meal. I went back to the house. Bitch was talking my ear off. I didn't fuck and I left. I mean, I listened. You know what's crazy though? Like, I, I yeah, like some dudes would. Walk I'm not saying that's like, always the no, story. No, no, I know, I know. But I'm just saying it's. Everything has so many perspectives. Yeah, there are different perspectives. Because somebody could have sure. been watching this and been like, oh, they're a couple. Oh, you know, like everybody right, sees different right, things. Right. And I'm I mean, just like, that's true. We've all had those days where we think everything went great. And then you're like, so yeah, we're hanging out again. And it's it's not happening. Yeah, and you're man. like, I don't get it. That should have fuck you up. That should have start. You'll start doubting yourself. Like, oh, There's a term for it wrong? now. I heard it's called ghosting. It is. The bane of my existence. Well, ghosting's a little different, though. Oh, is it? Because oh, ghosting, like, you, it's cool, and they just ghosting's like really disappearing, like without the conversation. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm I think saying, I experienced more of ghosting than um, oh, I, <laughs> than the dating. Put me on power, motherfucker. I'm ghost. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So Janine can hate you too. <laughs> I would be like, well, he getting a check. Uh, he getting a check. That's what's important. That's hilarious. Man. Um. So it's funny though. Like the the reason why I know Janine is because watching watching that guy, mm-hmm. and then following Jeremy. And Janine on social media. Gotcha. And then Jeremy starting um, Comfort LA. Me and Cheese. I think Cheese mm. may have met Jeremy before me because he was somewhere. And people, they look. If you know them, they don't look alike. Mm. But if you don't. But if you don't. At first glance. Yeah. At first, when I didn't know them. Like at first glance. Like, hey, Cheese. I was like, that's Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> you know how many people have. Like, I think he was at a party that people kept coming up to him thinking he was Jeremy. He's been to Comfort LA. And the crackheads will come up to him expecting, like, him to do what Jeremy does. Right. And he's like, well, how do they keep coming? I've come up to him like, Jeremy. Oh, hey, Jason. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, as and Jeremy's right. my best friend. And that's, like, really where the connection started from Jeremy and she's looking alike mm. and then we, nope you hit we were at a function together 
And you pulled me aside and was like, I really fuck with your Oh, show. shit. Yes. That's how. And I was like, this cute guy watches my show? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your name? Because I, I, um, I think I said, like, you know, Doc knows you. Yeah. Because I had to use a icebreaker to, like, even, mm-hmm. like, yo, I'm just not, like, this random dude. Right, right, right. Like, the homie know you. <laughs> That's so funny because girls will be like, oh, my God, Dion! <laughs> oh my god Dion I love you so much Dion uh, and yeah, guys yeah. are like so uh, you, you do that one show right with them uh, and they make it seem like they don't know it so like it's a it's a I it's like all the names. And, uh, I was a stand. I was like this shit is a people would come to my house I'll put it on they watch it they'll be like yo what is this bootleg shit then they get to like the second or third episode and the second one is a turning point they he will sleep be... with the girl and then leaves in the middle of the night that's when everybody was like okay I'll watch another one that's <laughs> when I talk to everybody they're like it's the second episode that did it, it for oh me. that's the one that got me um uh, uh chill uh chill arrest chill arrest yep like the homie sent that sent that to me sent that to a bunch of us on Facebook and we all watched and I was like this motherfucker who this is us this is this isn't what we do this is what we would do. This is crazy. But don't none of us got game like Jeremy. Jeremy but, is ultimate. Yeah. He is. His mouthpiece is next level. <laughs> All right. He yeah. can't you can't write his lines. You just gotta be like, go holler at her and shoot it. Nice. <laughs> He's so welcoming. Mm-hmm. He's the most charming man on the yeah. planet. Like for any like okay, he can get the girls for sure. Mm-hmm. But he'll make the quietest dude feel like, yo, this is family right here, man. That's, He's that's very awesome. warm and embracing, and he just he'll see you and but like, what up, big dog? And then you know he's shaking your hand, he mm. gripping you up. You just feel like I, this is yeah. so weak family, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. that, and that's why the the, the casting was really perfect because I wasn't gonna give Jeremy the role, um, but when he read it, he was like, so I'm playing Judah, and I was like, you got audition? He's like, I'm not auditioning for shit. I'm playing Judah. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you need to audition. So he came and he auditioned and he did terrible. <laughs> he was, cause you can't like, it was really bad. I think I have it on camera. Oh my um, God. Somewhere. I, I don't have it, this. but some people I know have it. I and he was just like, so if you come into the house, then why are you here? I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, man. And then Will's audition, <laughs> he thought it was a drama, and he didn't know it was a comedy, so when he auditioned, he went all the way to Denzel. And I was like, they, this is not going to work. I can't. That's hilarious. So then when he found out that it was a comedy, he was like, let me audition again. Mm. And I was like, you too serious. Uh-uh. No. Like, I was over him because right, he was so right. like he was a good ass actor, but I was like, this is, is an improv based comedy. Like I need to know that you're gonna be I funny. He was like, I could do him. it. So when I re auditioned him, he killed it, and I was like, there we go. Like, it was, was pretty perfect. And they was already friends okay. beforehand, so it That's made awesome. the connection yeah. already great. Denise, the chick who played Denise, um, Helen Banks, and the chick who played Renee, Stacey LeFay, they were roommates. Mm-hmm. So there was oh, always wow. a connection That's there. Perfect. Lauren Cotton was one of my good friends who played Stacy, the girl, the chick with the green eyes, who was Judah's whatever. Yeah. yeah. So she was already my friend. Um, so everything was just Man, it was hella right. connected. Was so hella connected. how did you? What about the dormtainment guys? Uh, dormtainment saw Lauren Cotton at a party one day and came up to her and was like, "We fucking love you on that guy." 
Nice. And she was like, what? <laughs> and so. That's what's up. They was I like, you should famous. link us with Janine. And so she sent me an email. I was like, hey, Janine, this is entertainment. Entertainment mm. is Janine. Y'all should link. And so I joked. And I was like, what if that guy meets those guys? LOL. And they are like, sure. And I was like, fuck. For real? And you no. know, to me, they was like super famous. Right, right. So I was like, <laughs> oh my God. They were pretty lit. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, holy shit. So I came to their apartment. And I had met up with them. And I embarrassed myself, like, in the first two seconds. They was like, oh, you want a drink? I was like, yeah, what y'all got? What kind of liquor y'all got? He's like, oh, we just, we have, like, water. And I was like, oh, y'all man, like, I'm so, this is a yeah, meeting. Yeah, I definitely see you doing that. <laughs> and I think from there, it was just like, we fuck with each other. Right. And we just felt the, the energy and the vibe. And I got, knew we came from different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with casting Jerome, like, it, you know, we're both acting, but on different planes. Mm. Cause like people really never knew if that guy was real or not. Yeah. Like it was always like, is this a vlog? Is this it's, somebody just shooting themselves? Like, is this, it, like what the it fuck hit is my it? soul. It was real to me. <laughs> it's still real to me. <laughs> and so we've been working with them. You know, they come from like more of a a heavier skit, mm-hmm. like. You know, yeah. fun, derp, derp kind of thing. Yeah. And so on set, Jerome would be like, hey, everybody. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. hey. <laughs> yeah, we not doing that. He here. is hilarious. Bring it down. Hey, you know it's real to you when you pay for the shit. Like, we was legit. That's like, real. My whole yeah. episodes were, were that we on it. Like, I remember they were on it, like, heavy. That's yeah. me and Cheese. Me and Big Cheese in there. Just me and watching this shit, like, <laughs> yo. It's crazy because even though we have more female viewers, mm-hmm. it was almost one of those things where like we only have more female viewers because that's the viewership, right? And not because more men wouldn't wa- like if more men watch it, probably have more male viewers. And male viewership is like the hardest thing to get because men TV Damn, watching is very different from very like real. we share. If I like this, I'm gonna call my girl and be like, "Are you gotta watch this? I'm gonna send her links." Yeah. Men, they'll usually watch something, and that's like, I watched it, cool. Right. I'm not gonna. Unless that's funny because I mean, besides the main stuff, me and Cheese do not watch the same shit. Like he has, he does not give a fuck about what what I'm watching. He's like, I'm on YouTube, bro. I'm just watching this cooking show on YouTube. (laughs) Which is why it was such a phenomenon because it was like. And even on Facebook, our interaction was higher with men. Mm-hmm. Like, more men would leave comments. More men would like things. Wow. More men would inbox. Yo, I shared it so much. That's more special. men would share it. And it was just like, wow. this is dope, yeah. you know? So you know you're, okay. you're doing something. Now, we do have to, you know, so why did it end? Um, Just differences. And I think, you know, we were together since... You did like, three seasons. There was just things going on that were beyond my control, and I felt, I'll just say that, like, when Dave Chappelle walked away from Comedy Central for mm-hmm. that bajillion dollars they offered him, and everybody was like, I can't believe he would do it. I You're felt, crazy. I got him immediately. Right. I was like, I get you, bro. When Aaron Magruder walked away from the third season and took his name off, mm-hmm. I was like, I get it. And even when I wrote my speech yeah. that I was leaving, I referenced Aaron Magruder. That it did, it, and it sucked when they brought it back. It was so bad. You know what I mean? Like, it lost. It's like it was just ignorant. It yeah. didn't have the meaning behind 
the ignorant shit that would, they would do. It was just, like, I was like, this is some fucked up shit. Y'all don't care. Y'all ain't fucking with us no more. This is not, yeah, it was so bad. I was like, you know, this is what the kids, this is why you wouldn't let kids watch it. Because they would right, only take right, the ignorant right. shit from it. Now you have only given the ignorant shit. Only. Okay. And that was, it, it was headed in that direction for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as, you know, as things get weird. Yeah. And, and your abilities and your creativity becomes limited. And you're no longer working from your heart. You're working, because, I, I'm here because I have to. Yeah. And I don't ever want to be somewhere because I'm like trying not to get fired or you know what I mean. And it, the show was already going downhill. Mm-hmm. Like the third season, my heart wasn't in it. Right. I wasn't even writing. I wasn't really directing. I wasn't really editing. Mm-hmm. I was just like. I wish more artists would pull away from things when it wasn't when it's not working anymore. Right. The motherfuckers so, will write it till the know, wheels fall off. Even the comments were like, "So y'all notice you need not write no more." No. You know, I thought the show sucks because she's not writing. Wow. Who's this new writer? Who's you know? And I and I uh, felt it, but there was so much business involved of like. Right. They're paying for a subscription. I gotta finish the season, mm-hmm. even though like the first two seasons and the, the season finale in the movie, like my heart was in it. Right. It was the funnest thing in the world for me to schedule a shoot and go home tired and not sleep for days and edit for days and not give my boyfriend attention and not talk to my friend. You know, like it was fun for me. To, and just sometimes to immerse yourself in anything that is creative like that. And then when everything became business and right. weird, I was just like, oh, who want to write? Because I'm finna go mm. take a nap. Like, I don't even. Got you. That's why like, when the season finale, the series finale didn't come out, I was... I was sad, but I was also happy because I knew I didn't write the season finale from my heart. Mm-hmm. I wrote it from like a, a, a place of anger and pain. And it, the season, the series finale was dark, <laughs> like guns and like, like it was really dark. Like I wrote it on some like soprano lights out shit. Cause I was, wow. I was in a fuck you place. About to set wow. it off. I was like, oh y'all want to... S- Motherfuckers, okay, okay. Y'all want a third season? Here you go. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, re- I was in a bad place. I wanted it so bad. Damn. She knows. I've asked her. I just, we, we just met up when I asked. I was like, Yo, man, can I see it? Like, you got it? It never, I never <laughs> touched it. I never got edited. You know how So people how got it. it. People got it. But that's how I felt when Moesha ended without a season finale. I heard people kept saying it was like this reminds me of Moesha and Girlfriends. For real? Oh my! Don't even. That's what I'm everybody still kept saying. Traumatized from the way Girlfriends ended. That was not okay. You oh. don't go eight seasons and then just bye. Like what? Uh, I'm glad I. I'm glad what? I wasn't into it no more. I mean, I'm not saying what? it went bad. I just. I was saying when Tony left. Nah, I, you know what? I watched it, but I didn't. You weren't. It wasn't the same. Yeah, I wasn't into it. Same no, I was, here. I was very invested in girlfriends. <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't. Black into TV in general broke my heart a lot over the years, and it's not their fault, of course. Yeah, studios and, like you yeah. said, business get involved. Yeah. So many shows ended like that, though. Like no ending. South Central just gone. <laughs> Such a good show. Man, South Central was so good. South Central. Such you know, a good I told show. You, like Moesha right. was like South I, I Central. Saw South Central. It was, they, my older cousins made me watch that shit. <laughs> South Central was, it was Moesha Brilliant. became that. Mm-hmm. Like you, cause you saw it in Moesha. I was like, oh, they really kind took of a lot of shit from that. And yeah, a, a like the Lamar Park shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 
There were some people, like the best friend, Lamont okay. Bentley. Oh, right. Like, that was his best friend on South yeah, Central. Yeah, sure. Hey, that's just on YouTube, y'all. This it shit's is. good. Is it, it definitely is. Yeah. I don't know that. Yo, there's so many shows that we used to love that hey, on YouTube. Hey, in the house. Oh, Lorenz Tate. You, y'all know how I feel about my boy Lorenz Tate, man. You do want him to be in everything that Tate Diggs was in. Honestly. He's the best. <laughs> Lorenz Tate is the best. He's incredible. Tay Diggs sucks. Do you think he could have done a better terrible accent in Hostel like I heard <laughs> He would have studied it. Oh. He would have studied it so much oh, that you would have thought he was Jamaican. I just put that shit on like two days ago. We were, we, we were like, Tay Diggs is so sexy that you just sometimes excuse it, but it was just like, you cringe every time. You're just like, just don't talk. Just think about how good Take your brown off, sugar right. would have been. Wins. No, I agree. You know God I agree. You know it. I hate brown sugar. I'm you don't just... like brown sugar? No. I don't believe it. I'm one of the very few. I don't believe brown <laughs> I sugar. I thought that Most Def and Queen Latifah were the greatest thing about that movie. They were. They were. And I could watch it over and over because of them. When he was like, so, you know, it's a flute and um, it's because the ladies used to wear this dress. I was like, yeah. go, 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 Most Def. Look. <laughs> That they were very good. It was just something about Tate Diggs was not believable as someone who was into hip hop. You just gotta watch it without him. Like I can't. Like when he come on, like I should do. It did add like a cheesy element to me. You're right. I didn't believe Tate Diggs. That's what it was. The only believe the only like super non believable part to me in that whole movie when he walked into the record executive's office and was like, So I'm gonna come in here every day, every Tuesday. Every, oh, I was like, started. they wouldn't care. That's not gonna make him play your album. Like that's that's not how the that's music business sure who who, who researched this part? <laughs> Do you know if it was that easy? <laughs> how many motherfuckers would be on the radio? It was the machine at the time, Sinal Lathan, Tay Diggs. They were like every fucking but it was just like, come on. But they said, anyway. you know, I read Lorenz yeah. Tate was supposed to be in that. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be in The Best Man. I will say this. I do not know. Tate Diggs can do anything. No, no, no. Oh. You mean Lorenz Tate can do anything. I, I mean Lorenz Tate. Oh, is- no. Hey, we had an answer. I, 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 just, I, know, I just feel like Lorenz Tate played that kind of person perfectly. Like, I don't know if. I mean, Tay Diggs. I don't know if Lorenz Tay would have been able to dumb himself down enough to be that, like... Um, of course he can. He did Biker Boys. Wait, what do you mean? No, when I say no. dumb down, I mean, like, he was he was very... He was Damn. very tame. His character was very tame. I couldn't... And Joe very just shot like, into whole himself. Movie. There I was a certain, boys, there was a certain quality Tay Diggs brought to Best Man that I don't think would have been the same with Lorenz Tay. It would have been better. He still can do everything, but... It would have been better. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right, so what do you have going on now? I know you talked about the show, but let's hear it again. I want everybody to know what's popping with you because you are next up. Thank I you. I believe it with all my heart. Thank you. I'm working on a couple of shows. I just finished a fitness show with Jeremy McBride about our fitness journey called Petty Fitness um, because I work out a lot, but not for health reasons. I genuinely want to shit on people. Yes. <laughs> yes. Say it again. I genuinely want to shit on people. So I eat healthy. I have a great diet, gluten-free, vegan, dairy-free, wheat-free. And that's just like to help get rid of my acne because it's all petty. Because if I could, if I could do all, if I could eat whatever I wanted and not work out and still maintain, like I would do it. Like mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with like I care 
about GMOs. I kind of care because it sucks what it does to your body, which right, is why right. I want them out so that I can shit on people. It's like me and animals. Like, <laughs> I'm, not be, I'm not vegan because I love animals. That ain't me, y'all. Nah, yeah, I'm not that guy. I would devour a cow. You know? But, so, there's that show. I just, we wrapped uh, Auntie's Advice, which is a show where, uh, not too dissimilar from this show, where, like, friends come on and we answer audience questions and, like, low-key, I had right to read the questions because I don't have an audience yet. Whatevs. Um, nice. So, they answer questions about relationships, work stuff, and it just is regular-ass homies. Like, right. a couple of homies from Dormtainment came through and did it. Uh, my homeboy So Easy from So Easy Sundays at Comfort LA he came through um, Jeremy's been on it uh, my DP has been on it like right. hom- it's literally homies like super hood homies have been on the show giving super hood advice which is it's the best and so just did that then I have his you and like hers like that education y'all gave me earlier like I'm still like, <laughs> I know shit now it was it was imagine that but like about what but in the vein of like relationship advice hmm. so it's really cool um and then i'm doing his and hers it's a working title but it might end up being the title because i use it so much but it's it's kind of a it's kind of a spinoff from the couple because the couple cause the couple was my baby right like that was my first web series ever and now that I am, you know, solo dolo, I can do certain things and I can have more control. So I'm like, man, I, I do miss seeing a regular ass black couple on television that's not mm-hmm. on. So like, damn, I'm black, so I got to do this today. Right. Like, can y'all just exist? What do you think shows studio? do? What shows do that? Mm-hmm. Or you want to ask? Mm-hmm. Me? Rather we not. are with family. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> no, that's I'm smart. Good. That's smart. What you think? What shows do that, John? Do what she was saying? Like they they don't just exist. They have to be black. They have to right. do black stuff. They have to talk to about be, being black. Um, I mean, I don't know if any shows do that exactly. I mean, well, blackish is think, part of their whole thing. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, blackish. That's that's separate because that is their old stick is like we black and we in a white <laughs> world um do you like carmichael show it's it's got a lane <laughs> the, the, you know what's funny i, I love it i'm right I there lo- with you. i love the carmichael show let me tell you i saw him do stand-up and mm-hmm. i'm like this man is a fucking star he's a genius he's a star yeah. and when i saw the carmichael show i was like this isn't what I saw on stage. That's, that's what I... And it's same just thing. really confusing. It took me a few episodes. It took me a few episodes. Like, but he said in his... Because I, I read an interview because I, I just needed to know. Yeah. Like, how could you go from this to that? Yeah. And he said in the interview that the reason he chose multicam was because he wanted um, to, use the, to use the show like a stage play so that he could be able to discuss issues right. in a very specific way that he might not be able to do... On a, in a one camera show mm-hmm. so I was like okay I get it because it, it's very topical right. it's yeah. the most topical yeah. show ever so in that respect I get it but I would have rather the Carmichael show been like Atlanta or Insecure like I, I just feel you. I feel if you. it was in that lane I just Man, thought it could have yeah. exploded Atlanta oof yeah. so I, I was kind of like and, he, and the way that he deals with politics and, and you know public policy mm-hmm. and 
he's brilliant. Yes. It's the same way I felt yes. about Trevor Noah when I saw his stand up and then I saw him on the Daily Show. I was like, what? To be very honest, to be very honest, to piggyback off what you were saying about what you would kind of expected to see him translate as a TV show. Um, I don't know if you're into that, but uh, like Aziz's voice in Master of None is kind of the way I would have saw, or even Louis C.K. was kind of the way I would have saw um, Carmichael going. Yeah, but damn. It, but it wasn't yeah. that. And it, that did, I was like, oh, okay. I get why you guys would be disappointed then. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right. Look, when I first saw the show, mm-hmm. I didn't like it. Right. Like, first season, I was like, is this and then I don't know what happened I, I think I was on a plane and I watched another episode I was like that'll do it that was funny <laughs> and then I kept watching it I got home and I was on I was like yeah okay now I I'm I have given in to like what it is like mm-hmm. I'm like all right this is how he's gonna present this and I just it was like the Cosby show to me not like it but gotcha. just that whole look and everything I was like okay Cool. I roll with it. And then it got... It's it's funny. And I love... I love David Allen Greer. I want him in more shit, man. Yeah, he's the man. I mean, and then to see him as a dad... Because, you know, we've grown with him. We Absolutely. saw him. Absolutely. Like, he can play a dad now. It's crazy. Like a grandfather. I just watched Boomerang. He can play a grandfather. I, I get it. I guess in my mind... And Loretta Devine is like my mom. I just didn't it's want... It's her birthday today. Is it? Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday Miss Divine. Somebody posted a picture of her slaying in Dreamgirls back in the day. I was like, damn. Yeah, she Anyhow. Used she used to be hot. She used to be hot in a different world. She was Y'all remember she was on the world? Yes, I, I, I definitely would have fucked back then. Okay. I mean, she not as you were. Not waiting to exhale the way to buy. I would not have fucked Damn. Oh, she, was, she was still hot in the I'm just telling you, I would not have fucked. Okay. okay. <laughs> there are that three, little slick down. There, are three, there were three other women. She was giving me life with that little slick down. Uh, <laughs> and her, her face I was you, Gregory Hines could have that. There, there were three other options there. Damn it. Damn and I would have took them down. Damn it. Fuck Mary Kill. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm not with not with Loretta. Loretta. Boom, boom, boom. Damn. <laughs> oh, my God. That just hurt my soul. It's so vicious. <laughs> that hurt. Not Auntie Retta. <laughs> Yo, Marla Gibbs killed herself on the Carmichael show. Wait. <laughs> she committed suicide on the Carmichael show. Which sounds like to her. She's still in shit. Like, she's still Man, as long as she's act, I'm just happy. Her and Cecilia Tyson are still out here. As long as they act, I'm happy because they're alive. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, as long as Tyler Perry Mm -hmm. around, everybody gonna work. This is listen. Can somebody else write as many beats as I have with his writing? I will say that I appreciate what he does for black actors because a lot of these people that we would have forgot about, they pay. He pays, man. He pays. And I don't know about that. There was actually SAG put out Ooh. a warning to actors. Oh, shit. And they were like, <laughs> if you work for him, we cannot promise you anything. That's a work for him. Um, like At your own risk? At your own risk. We don't. We have nothing to do with that if you get into anything. Wow. Tyler Perry. Tyler. You know, I worry about blackballing myself, but we got a two-hour episode. Anybody gonna listen this far? But, uh, Man, look, this shit, I'm telling you, this shit flows. They gonna listen. They gonna listen. They gonna listen. Oh, I hope y'all still here. I mean, this was a good ass episode. Yeah, man, this I had is, fun, this man. Is, this I appreciate solid. you oh, so thank much, God. man. I asked her. She said yes, like absolutely. I was like Monday, yes. Like this is 
the, the relationships that like you talked about it building these relationships this is yeah this is it man i want to be like the black female andy warhol Mm. Like that is like okay. a goal for me. Okay. Cause like if you look at his it. camp, it was literally him and his homies in a warehouse yeah. making shit for fun because they fucking wanted Damn, to. Yeah. That's, that and then they like, became superstars on some like, oh okay, cool. That Y'all house, still wanna go do drugs tomorrow? That's like we lived in. <laughs> Dude, I want oh yeah, yeah. So Brooklyn amazing. Bowling, like, exactly yeah, like, like I love shit like that just like let's all live together and just like make let's shit let's just do like, it uh, and when I was when I was doing that guy another reason why it was such a beautiful time for me was because I was living in this big ass loft downtown mm-hmm. all my friends had keys and my floor was like Canada. Like nobody even locked their door. We just walked into everybody's house <laughs> all the time. And we was all broke at the time. Right. All of us had 38 roommates. And my boy Royce was across the hall and Daniel. And he was trying to figure out how to open a restaurant. And we was over there making movies. And my roommate was doing her modeling thing. And my best friend Shawana he came to stay with me. And she was helping me make the movie. And the other home, my homeboy who was like doing my DP and my lighting. He had a key. Mm-hmm. Harold Warren had a key. Um, he was my assistant director, and like my other best friend lived across the hall. Like it was just like community, man. And there would be days when we had potatoes in this house and the other apartment. They had like a bag of chicken, and the other homie had some lettuce, and we had two chefs around. So we'd be like, "Yo, we got this," and we would have family right. meals, and we would eat together like every day. And somebody would be on their laptop editing pictures. I'd be editing the movie. Somebody would be coming up with recipes in the kitchen. Like, it was a beautiful space. Shawana would be working on her Instagram for Be Beautiful LA. Like, we was all doing shit. And then the third season of that guy, I knew I was leaving the company. So Mm -hmm. I was like, let me get my expenses together and out of this place. (laughs) Because I'm not going to be able to afford this no more. (laughs) And I moved home. And I was just, like, back in my college. Right. I mean, back in my high school room tiny little mm-hmm. office near the laundry room and everybody could walk in or out and I was trying to edit the show that I didn't even like anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, murder, murder, murder. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> 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 so, it, you know, your, your space mm-hmm. and where you're creating yeah. and who you're creating with is the most important thing to an artist. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. When you feel confined and unhappy, you really can't do your thing. And that's what I'm kind of learning now is like finding my space and fuck it. I got to do it because if I don't do it, like, you know, it's like people don't talk about it a lot, but like depression is real. Man, absolutely. You know what I mean? And when I left my company, I was in a hole, you know, because I've been there for like seven years. Mm -hmm. I didn't know much else. I didn't make contacts with people in the business because I was like, I'll be here forever. You know what I mean? So yeah. when I left, it was you just like, where the fuck that. am I going? Right. What am I doing? Everybody's like, we, we waited for you, Janine. We waited for you. When you finna drop some content? And I was broke, and I didn't have no car no more, and I was just sad, and I was dumb, depressed, and, you know. I, I remember even <laughs> talking to you, like, saying what's up, and you're like, yeah, I'm not doing shit. Like, you would say stuff like, I'm like, no. Like, I walk away from it, like, <laughs> So, like I would really walk away like she's so bullshit. Like, come on, you know? She just did that guy, like favorite show. <laughs> right. Like, get the fuck out of here. And being a clown doesn't help. 
Because yeah, like everybody real. thinks I you're always kidding. Yeah. Right. Like right. she's so girl. Okay, I was like, no, yeah. I'm really crying in the dark. <laughs> oh no. Alone. And in my she, room. Would say the shit, she would say the shit smiling and shit. Like, I would. I, I'll give you that. Yeah, yo, I did. That that is some shit that I would do. I get it. I completely get it. <laughs> like, I do it all the time. I did it yesterday <laughs> at Kiss and Grind. People are like, what's going on? I'm like, I'm just, you know, trying to figure out my life and work on my acne and not be depressed. And they'd be like, girl. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> And I'd be like, alright, well. <laughs> it is great. Not that, but Hey man. I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much. For real, seriously. Definitely and, uh, my favorite episode we've done. Yeah. Wow. That's like, for real. No, it was Look, man. That's pretty big. It was so many it's gems. Yeah. I, and it's really like just hanging out with the homegirl, but you're dropping gems. And, mm-hmm. and we our listeners are gonna appreciate it, I'm sure. Absolutely. So. If they don't, it's okay. You can tell me. We tell them to fuck off all the time, and they stick around. So I mean, that's the hey, somebody, <laughs> hey, this one dude went in on me in a review. He did. Um, <laughs> we had a transgender episode, yeah. and I knew it though. I said y'all we, not we gonna like we, me. After we knew we were stepping into muddy waters. Okay. Well, hmm. knowing where you're going is key. Yeah. So. But hey, I still appreciate you for listening because you weren't like hella mad. You just said I was ignorant and. I am ignorant to many things transgender. So, that's what I'm this okay. platform is for. It is. Opening up the station. Hey, he shit on you a little bit too. And learning. Yeah, he said I didn't do much for the beginning. Yeah, he said you didn't help out at all. Transgender is a, it's a tough subject. And it's very new to us. Like, that's exactly. not here, man. Come exactly. on. And one thing I, I, you can't police me about is how I feel about how I would react to certain things. Like, you. Look, that has nothing to do with ignorance. It's just like, I'm letting you know, I'm being very honest with you, that this is what I would do. This is who I am right now at this point in my life. And I, I thought you would appreciate the honesty from coming from me. I'm being, I'm putting myself out there, God damn it. Yeah, Y'all don't care. Sometimes that doesn't matter. It, it, doesn't really, matter. it really does depend because just like we discussed in that episode, when you when your sensitivities are high and you are like, like an oppressed group or like you you don't want to hear none of that shit you want people Real to be shit. like you need to know that this is what's Real what yeah. but anyhow on that note on that note uh, here's on the that progress. note in high school I had a crush on a transgender girl oh wow I didn't know she was uh, used to be a chick I just was like damn he is so cute and I used to go to his house and he used to work on like little video projects and the homegirl was like you know that old girl from, high, from middle school huh. I was like so I just remember at that time feeling real confused. Like I really like a boy who's a girl, but look like a boy, and like what do I do with this? Well, so anyway, we all have oh, different experiences. Dude, I, I'm another another jewel right there, another jewel. <laughs> and on that note, hey, so I'm about to play music. So everybody don't talk about <laughs> <laughs> Usually it's just me and John, so we know what not to do. So do boys and men don't talk. Just listen. <laughs> Actually, I was about to keep it real LA, but I was going to play the new version of South Central, How to Survive in South Central. Okay. By uh, G Perico. Hit us up with a head. With J305. <laughs> and TF. <laughs> Is it going to play? Stop, <laughs> bitch. Hey. I'm breaking hearts when I come around Remember way back in the day we used to fuck around Now I know nothing, used to stay in trouble Kinda resemble your nigga but make way more money Got the ghetto talking about, uh, uh-huh. G, you made it But why you hanging in the hood and you still going
going crazy. I'm an uncut G, I ain't no rapper. If you want a verse, nigga, come to my hood so I can stamp you. It's all good, nigga, don't be scared. You might turn around corner where them niggas at war. We getting paid over here. Haters get sprayed over here. We only bang with the real, putting million dollar plays in action. A hundred million different ways I've been lasting. Well respected, South Central connected, keep it crippin'. Niggas come through, we double back on a mission, right on. How to survive in South Central? Thought he was your homie, but he plotting to kill. How to survive in that life?